What's up, y'all? It's GQ. Here at the Fresh Podcast, myself and my guests, we have no plan, no intention of shooting anybody or harming them. And I'm pretty sure y'all like, damn, G, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the petty pistol and I'm talking about burying him in the grave. Over the last year, these crack-ass motherfucking crackers have been trying to make me out to be something that I'm not and trying to manipulate things and make it seem like I am threatening people with a petty pistol and to bury them in the grave. If those stupid-ass motherfucking crackers did their goddamn job, they would know where the bury them in the grave and the petty pistol came from. Episode three, pussy. The episode is called Bury Him in the Graves. A couple people in particular that I want to call out. Sean McPussylin. I mean, Sean McPartlin from the LAPD. That's the Los Angeles Police Department. Now, I know that people from all over this world listen to this. So y'all didn't know who the LAPD was. So there you go. The FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Burbank Police Department, another puss-ass cracker, Officer Seston. These motherfuckers, y'all, have been harassing me, spreading bullshit over this last year. But they keep telling me, you didn't break any laws. You not in trouble. So why the fuck do you crackers keep bothering me? Why the fuck do y'all trying to uh, take my fucking rights away? If I didn't break no laws, if I'm not in trouble, you damn right, bitch, I'm not in trouble because I didn't do shit. But these motherfucking crackers want me dead, y'all. They do. So on every episode going forward, y'all going to hear this little spiel before we get into the show. Because that's how these white motherfuckers is operating. Sestin. Yo, little bitch ass, you mad because I wouldn't let you in my house because I don't like crackers in my motherfucking house. So I didn't let you in, bitch. If you wanted to come in, motherfucker, you should have brought a warrant. No warrant, no entry. Pussy. McPartland. You a punk ass fuck boy. Fuck you. Fuck that Uncle Tom ass nigga that you brought over here. Fuck that little Mexican bitch. And fuck those two other crackers that you brought over here. Motherfuckers gonna try to make me out to something that I'm not, bitch. Fuck you motherfuckers. And on this podcast, you are buried for motherfucking life, bitch. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. So fuck all of y'all bitch-ass motherfucking crackers. And if y'all have an issue with this motherfucking intro, you know where I stay at. Come get these motherfucking hands. Golden gloves over here. You motherfucking pussies think you special? Because you got a badge and a gun? You Bitch ass motherfuckers don't do shit but shoot motherfucking unarmed black motherfuckers. 
So y'all, if I die, those motherfucking crackers did it. Now, I'm sorry I had to take up some time from this show, four minutes, but I had to do it. I just want to say stay fresh to all of y'all except them puss-ass crackers. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's GQ again. And I know y'all just heard that disclaimer, and I said the word cracker quite a bit. I don't regret it, not one motherfucking bit. And I just want to say myself, Mr. GQ, and the Fresh Podcast, we love white people, we love our white listeners, but we hate them punk-ass, cracker-ass crackers. There's a difference. There's good, wholesome white folks, and there's fucked-up cracker-ass crackers like them two bitches that I mentioned previously. And if you don't fit in that qualification and you ain't fucked up, I was not talking to you. I just had to say that, you know what I'm saying? It's all love and respect, but I hate them motherfucking bitch-ass, cracker-ass crackers. Fuck them. And the rest of y'all, it ain't nothing but motherfucking love. Let's get to the show. Hey, let's go. We in here, baby. Don't be alarmed by the, the good shots. It's all good. Hey. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ. We back up here in the Love Loft. Turbo's bitch ass is up here. It make me mad all day. And we have a guest. We have Miss Holly Starr. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I haven't had that kind of an applause uh, ever. <laughs> it's all good. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's all good. So I met Holly a couple weeks ago. It was a show that you was hosting up at Sunset. Yeah. So how you like them shows up there? Good. I just hosted last night. and um, I seen it. How was it? <laughs> oh, I was white. <laughs> yeah, I was like predominantly black people over all the all of them. There was only one other uh, white chick, a white person, and she happened to be female. So I had one white homie, and it was uh, I. At one point, there was a lot of different races, but most uh-huh. mostly. Uh, Dang. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say black, but then do I say African American? Oh, well, okay. What the black? Fuck do I call it black? Black people don't like that like okay. term African American because most of the black motherfuckers ain't never even been to Africa and don't even know what origin of Africa they people is from and they, shit. So yeah, yeah. No, I'm black. You know, I'm black American. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um. So that yeah. So everyone kept making fun of me last <laughs> night. Oh man. But but it was good though. I mean, I don't know. The show went really well. Uh, Sunset Rooftop is a great place, and Young Baka is a great guy, and he does he, he produces all those shows. Usually, all the shows I do is all white people. <laughs> it's hardly ever black people in there. You know what? If you get booked and I get booked, we should switch spots. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it sold out? Uh, it was full. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was it was a good vibe. There was uh, some great rappers. Uh, Slum the Resident was there last night. Okay, so also uh, they had it mixed up with rap and comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, a rapper named Apollo was there. He was great, and we had some really funny comics. That's good. I mean, it was near, we went until almost eleven thirty. All right, it's like hit and miss because I was supposed to do something up there a couple weeks ago, and it was just like six comics. I'm like, shit, where the audience at? And it was like 8.40. I was like, shit, bro, I'm about to go, dog. Ain't nobody here. <laughs> I know. There's those nights, too. But then on last Friday, it was sold out. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that was a good time. I loved it. Yeah, you just never know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's like the lottery. You just never know. Yeah. So it was good last Friday. Some comics, man, there was some bullshit-ass comics up there, like more than half of them, and, like, they was, like, killing the room. And this one dude, I thought he's going to get beat up. You know that little, I forgot his name, the little British dude, the bald head guy? Oh, Nico. Yeah. Nico. Oh, man. Woo. Like, the whole crowd was, like, kind of, like, booing him and fucking. He, he was making jokes about, like, fucking, like, high school chicks and shit. And then he was like, I'm British. We own the N-word. And the room got silent. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, but he's on a rooftop. He's got to be careful. And he, he's little, too. Yeah. He's, Throw his little <laughs> You can fireman carry him and just dump him off. Yeah, he left after his set. Because people was like, where'd that dude go? And it was like, oh, he's gone. Like, good for him. <laughs> yeah, because he knew he was on a rooftop. Ooh, yeah. I, I was like, he started off good. I was like, all right. And then I'm like, shit, he's talking about some sick shit right now. Like, fucking little young chicks and shit. And then he was saying that shit. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, also... Don't go up there if you uh, are a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to go over well either. <laughs> I haven't seen nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, but I did hear something about somebody had got on, attacked on stage. It was going like get thrown over a couple months ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I'm so that. Yeah. OK, that doesn't. I mean, I go up there maybe, you know, twice a week or something, and it, it's been good vibes. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. But one thing, man, when I was performing, and it only happened to me, like the sound system fucked up. Oh, only happened to you? It o happens only every me. night. With the Bluetooth, it was like the Bluetooth. I was like doing my shit, and it was like, boop, 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 disabled, boop, 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 connected. I'm like, what the fuck? It happened like three times during my set. I'm like, why ain't this shit happening to nobody else? Yeah, you know, it's happened so much. I, if it happens to me, I already thought of a joke for it. Yeah. I was going to be like, hey, man, aliens are real. <laughs> you know? Something. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, at one point in one of those shows, I, I literally almost threw the mic because I was like, I can't, how can, it was, it was killing every punchline. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to torture a comic, that's what you do. Right. Yeah. But it was still fun, though. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, usually now the mic is pretty good. It, it's, you know, they seem to settle down over there. How did you get into comedy? Well, it, it's it's kind of, kind of an interesting story. Um, I I uh, when I was in my twenties, um, I went to grad school for advertising. I was supposed to be an advertising copywriter. What school? Uh, for grad school, I went to what was called Portfolio Center in Atlanta, Georgia, at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to Magic City while you was out there? No. Oh man, <laughs> I've been trying to go out there since I was like sixteen. Oh, okay. You know what Magic City is? No. It's like the like world's famous strip club. Oh, that's why I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a staple in Atlanta, and okay. they said they have some of the best lemon pepper wings and just wings in general at that place. Oh, really? I was yeah. a vegetarian at the time. Oh shit! Yeah, see, there's two reasons I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I came back to to LA, um, and I decided I didn't want to do advertising, <laughs> and so I uh, decided I wanted to do stand up. Okay. And um, I got a job, uh, this really great comedian now who's kind of up and rising, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. She tours with Andrew Dice Clay. Okay. Uh, she was the head server at the comedy store. And she hired me uh, to be a cocktail server. And so I just, like, I worked there four nights a week. I listened to every single comic. I fell in love with stand-up. 
I got uh, poor. I have so poor. <laughs> Mac and cheese was a luxury. Mm. Yeah. So I did that for two years, and then I, I couldn't hang anymore. And also, my parents hated me. Why? Because of what I was doing. Because you were working in the comedy store, or you just, like, was, left school? Because I had no money. Oh, okay. And they thought, you're just fucking up your entire life. You know, we're disowning you. They, I mean, they, they yeah, yeah, yeah. It got so bad that I, I, they beat me down. I surrendered. Oh, man. And so I went back into advertising. I had, a, a, you know, a long career. And now, about a year and a half ago, I was laid off, you know, just mergers, acquisitions, all that shit. And I was like, you know what? This is time. I feel I'm like going to do it again. Can you tell us some, like, juicy stories from the comedy store? I knew you were going to say that. Ah, I knew yeah, you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, wish, I wish I could, man. Um, I was pretty straight and narrow at the time. but uh, Nothing you never seen or heard? Oh, that, I know, man. I know. You know what? I would put it all in my act if I had yeah. it. <laughs> You know, all, all, the only thing that I really remember is the owner, uh, Mitzi Shore. Uh-huh. She would never hire a cocktail server who was tall. You know, she always said to us in her Mitzi Shore voice, you know, mm-hmm. don't block the stage. <laughs> we were so, everybody was terrified of Mitzi, you know, so I'd be like squatting down and, you know, serving drinks and just feeling like subhuman. <laughs> but it was all good, you know, Um yeah, I I'm, I wish I had stories from oh, that time. Man. But look, I mean, Eddie Griffin, I, I deserve that. <laughs> I, that's on me. That's on me. Um, I mean, I like look. I know people like Eddie Griffin wouldn't get off the fucking stage. You know, uh. I mean, we would all be exhausted. You know, working there, be like one forty-five in the morning. He's smoking a cigarette. He's not even telling a joke. He's just going, yeah. This is yeah. like when he was like up and coming or when he was Eddie Griffin. I think when he was. I mean, I'm I'm a little older, so this was like late 90s. Okay. And it was kind of the dark years for the comedy store, you know, kind of ebbs and flows. Um, my parents called my years the lost years. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a taste of what I was going through. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Bobby Lee was a doorman back then. Okay. Um, I was in this podcast a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. And, uh Joe Rogan had hair. Yeah. Because <laughs> he talks long. about this, the store a whole lot. Oh. He talks about Mincy uh, on his podcast. Yeah, Bobby's. No, no, oh, uh, Joe Joe's. Rogan. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He talks about it a lot, yeah. Because <laughs> he said he was like, he like gives like his like comedy like credit and shit like to her. He was amazing. Uh, he was so funny. Every time I would watch him, I mean, I would just, he's, his stage presence was insane. You know, um, and I got to see uh, George Carlin do seven nights in a row. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he would just be pacing back and forth and back and forth. And he had that whole bit about all you got to wash is your, what, uh, armpits, ass, like armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was looking up the store in the Laugh Factory, like, earlier this week about the open mic. But, like, they only give you, like, Two minutes or some shit, two or three minutes. Uh, I'm like, man, I can't can't really do shit in that short amount of time. Five is a short amount of time, but it's reasonable. But I'm like, two minutes, and then I think like Laugh Factory was like three minutes or something like that, and you got to do clean. I was like, man, fuck that. I mean, I think like minutes are like sex, you know. Two minutes is fucked up. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, man. you, you got to take your time. You got to get into it. You know, you got right. you got to make it fun for everybody. So, yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked into that yet. Yeah. Because, like, one of them, you have to, 
send an email on like a Friday between like twelve and one or some shit like that or yeah comedy oh. store yeah 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 the potluck right right yeah I got on for real yeah I felt I felt again another lottery I was like holy shit is this was um I don't know six months ago seven months ago okay. and it was the second time that I sent that email and yeah. I, and on Monday they don't tell you. Is the you have to be there at six thirty on Monday, but they don't tell you if you're going to be there until like noon on Monday. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, let you know a few hours ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's just not right. <laughs> okay, so up there was it? Were they two or three minutes? Three. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. So just keep keep do, you know to send it like clockwork. No, I don't have no three minute sets. You don't? Nah. All of mine is like five and up. Well, just do your best three. Can you do that? I don't Uh-oh. know, because I be doing, like, the story type, type shit, so I don't know. And I don't want to do it, and then I still have, like, two minutes left, and they only hear, like, half of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, like, different styles of comedy, right? You know? Yeah. So, um, but I love your story style, and I can't Thank wait you. I can't wait for you to be in my show next Wednesday. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, so I got a show, uh, my my name is Holly Starr, and it's Holly Starr and Friends. is my first produced show, so I'm super excited. It's at the Sunset Rooftop at 8 o'clock uh, this coming Wednesday, uh, August 23rd. Tickets are $15. They're um, on my link on Instagram, uh, which is Holly Starr Comedy. There's two R's. And uh, it's an Eventbrite, you know, purchase. Or you could buy it at the door. It's up to you. Uh, and the guy who let me do this is Young Baca, so, you know, big shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah, we have 12 comics, um, and we'll have a very special guest who's one of my mentors. Shit, okay. <laughs> are right. the, are the, the special guests, are they going on last, uh, or like in the middle? I think she's going to go in the middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we keep it a secret, or should I tell you who she is? <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I'll tell you who she is. Look. Um, there's a there's a pretty famous comedy teacher named Greg Dean. Okay. And he's been he's like kind of the original uh, te- professor of comedy. Okay. And uh, I took a couple of classes from him and I learned everything I know from him. His wife is uh, Gayla Johnson, and she's been performing for 20 years. She's toured. She's an actress. Uh, she's she's amazing. And uh, so talented and so insightful when you talk to her about like comedy tips and stuff. Uh-huh. So uh, she'll be the special guest. Hell yeah! I'm ex- I've never heard of her, but I'm excited to see her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's it. And then we have, um, you know, I, <laughs> I made the joke last night, and you know, where I was like the only. Uh, I know you like the word cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only, oh, only, <laughs> only when it pertains to fucked up people. Oh, okay. So I was not that. No, <laughs> that's why. Like, I had to do like another like little fucking. Uh, what would you call it? I guess. Uh, fuck. I can't think of the. I can't think of the actual word. I had to do another fucking little clip to say, hey, you know, we don't. We don't hate white people. We just hate the fucked up white people. Yeah. Like, no, like, for like the last, like, two months, all I've had on here was, like, white people. Oh, damn. And I had Miho on here. She's Japanese. But, yeah, it's been, like, white central lately over here. <laughs> all right. No, it's just, just fucked up racist uh, white people that I call them crackers. But, like, yeah. you and other cool other white people, no, no, y'all just cool white folks. Oh, good, good, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Look, I mean, you know, like, 
Cracker, cracker is actually a funny word. <laughs> you know, in comedy, uh, words with K's are, you know, like pickle, pickle and chicken. And yeah. so, you know, cracker works. <laughs> I don't mind at all. It makes me laugh. Uh, yeah. unless, unless it's said, you know, with uh, bad intention, then then I'm like, what? Yeah. No, I don't be like, I don't look at white people and be like, cracker. No. If you like fucked up, like those, okay. Like, uh, like those motherfuckers in, in Alabama, who would try to jump that dude? Did you hear about that? You know, uh, someone referenced it last night, and uh, the news is just so hard these days. I've kind of tuned out. All right. <laughs> so there was a riverboat that was trying to dock, and these white folks had a pontoon. So a worker was like, "Hey, y'all gotta move because we need to dock," and they wouldn't move, and they called him like a nigger or something like that. And then one, it was a white dude and the security that started fighting, and then like six white dudes came and jumped him and shit. And then a black dude jumped off the riverboat and swam over and started helping them. And then it became like black on whites and shit like that. And then there was a dude with a chair. He was hitting motherfuckers. It was a black dude. He was hitting like people with the chair and all of that. It was crazy. Oh, my God. And it's all because like. They didn't want to move the pontoon. So a big ass riverboat was stuck because they're the fucking little pontoon. But then they said they've had a lot of complaints with that family over the years and then, like, with the security guard, you know, they jumped him and shit. So, yeah. So, a lot of them got locked up. The dude that was hitting people with the chair was a black dude. He got locked up. And then one of them owned, like, a little convenience store. And it got, like, put out there. So, like, their fucking reviews got flooded with, like, negative reviews and shit oh, like no, that. Oh, no, it was destroying the business, too. Yeah, but, I mean, it was their fault. They jumped the dude and so. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. got it, got Yeah, it. it was all the bad people and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, Jesus, wow. So, like, them, I would consider them crackers and shit like that. Yeah. Like, Yeah, it was, like, literally, like, six white dudes jumping, like, one black guy and shit. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> that, that's, that's fucked up. That is fucked up. But, you know, shouldn't there be a worse word than cracker? Like, it is. Well, we're not going to go on a rant. I mean, I guess we could say them. If well, there I, are other words out there. Because cracker just feels so benign. Like a saltine is so plain, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know it's white, but I don't know. Isn't I, I don't know the exact reference. I heard because it was like saltine crackers, but then I heard that's what they used to call like the slave masters when they cracked the whip. So I don't know what the actual origin is. I oh. just heard different, you know what I'm saying, where it could have been. I that, don't know. That makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, you, you, just, you just made it bad. Okay, all right. Now every time I hear the word cracker, I'm just, I, my, my back hurts. <laughs> okay, you changed it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. We don't need to go into other bad terms for white people. But no, man, like me personally, I love white people. I love people in general. Well, I hate everyone equally. I don't hate, yeah, I hate everyone equally. I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Black, whites, Asian, gay, straights, animals, I hate everybody equally. So nobody can ever say, you show more, no, I talk shit about white people. I'll be on here talking shit about black people. I talk shit about everybody. So they can never say I singly pointed out one origin of people. I'm like, man, fuck all y'all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> At <But> least no. <laughs> somehow that doesn't sound racist because it's for everybody. <laughs> yeah, all across the board. Men, women, <laughs> fuck all of y'all. Kids, I hate all of y'all. <laughs> man, you're just sipping on haterade today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Slow that down. <laughs> for real, I'm, I'm, I fuck everybody. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, what am I supposed to do with that? I'm like, all right, man. Am I supposed to join the bandwagon? Oh, Fuck everybody. But no, but no, shit. Little white folks. 
Like if because I'll be like some people, I guess maybe they feel that way because like they don't know me. But I'm like, if I hated white people, I wouldn't have white people in the crib on the show. I wouldn't give them no platform. I wouldn't be hanging out with them. I wouldn't be having sex with the women and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, nah. I just don't like fucked up racist people. Black, white, Asian, yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Um, it, like those pussy ass fucking police that always be bothering me. Fuck y'all. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Oh yeah, that ain't no nothing to like actually like shoot people and stuff like that. Yeah, well, look as a, as as a I guess white person who's not lived in Compton, that was <laughs> that was a lot of gunshots. I'm recovering right now. Just give me a minute. <laughs> But you know the police scare me too. I mean, every time I'm driving, if there's yeah. if there's a cop around me, all of a sudden I just you know my shoulders and my ears because I'm like I'm okay, I'm okay. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't, I'm you know ten and two. Yeah, <laughs> I'll turn my signal and I'll go on the other side, like to the street, yeah. and get off and get behind. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got pulled over years ago for a DUI, and oh that, shit, that fucked me up. Out here, uh, Orange County. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and actually I. I parked in my parking space where I live. And then they got you? Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I'm home, bro. You seen I was good. Uh, well, I, I did speed because I was in a fight with somebody. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I did drink, and I thought, you know what? If I don't do breathalyzer, the breathalyzer, and I do the blood test, uh -huh. I got time because they got to drive me to the station. You know, they got to check me in. Maybe my blood content will go down. Yeah. No, that didn't work. Damn. And then they released me at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. What time did you get locked up? Oh, I don't know. Probably midnight or something. Okay. But oh, he's in and out. But uh, but there was no Uber back then. Right. And so they just said bye, and it was like <laughs> like I think it was probably like two in the morning, and I'm in heels, and I'm like I don't know miles away from where I live. Dang. Like, well, how am I supposed to get home? Taxis. I guess I don't even remember how I got home. To be honest, <laughs> this is so long ago. This is two thousand four, three, four. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I just have bad memories with cops. Oh, and then I had tinted windows because I came from. I lived in Arizona. Oh yeah, they bitches about that out here. Yeah, the, my front ones were tinted because I've had skin cancer. Oh okay. And I even had a note from my doctor. Didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Man, fuck them. Right. I'm, I'm on your side. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was a joke that you made when we did that show, Sam show, and people was like, oh, and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then Dylan was like, that lady had cancer about the lady who didn't have no titties. You said something about. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was another comedy store reference. <laughs> so, I mean, but this is true. Uh, you know, there's a, a very famous comic, Tig Notaro. No, I don't know her. Oh, okay. She used to, she used to write. Uh, she, I think she kind of came up in the scene um, when she was writing for Amy Schumer okay. on the Amy Schumer show. Um, anyway, Tig has a special out on Netflix. Uh, she's very funny. She's a very cool person. Is she still uh, alive? Yeah, she's still alive. But okay. she, she came out publicly with having breast cancer. Uh -huh. And so she's a lesbian. Um, she kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> and so she kind of owned that yeah. and just chopped him off. So Hold on, is that the comedian that, was, that did like a performance like shirtless or whatever? I don't. To like show like the titties got cut off. I think I saw something like that. Or the comedian maybe did that or somebody. Maybe I don't know. I I, I don't know that. But um, back when I worked at the comedy store, uh, you know, late nineties, um, she was you know 
kind of doing what we're doing, right? You know, just going out, getting up uh, in the belly room, which is upstairs, more for the amateur comics. You know, I would see her there, and she had boobs. Uh. And now she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so my joke is that I worked there so long ago, Tig Notaro had boobs. Yeah. Because uh, people was like, oh, I was like, oh, shit, who the fuck she talking about? And Dayla was like, she had cancer. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. It was just, it was just a joke, Tig, if you're listening. <laughs> it was just... You know, <laughs> she she's a good comic. She's she's different. Like if you listen to her, like she's funny and she's unexpected as fuck. I had to look her up. Yeah, you mentioned Compton, and I kind of mentioned that in the new routine I was been doing. I did it for the first time last week, and I don't know if I'm gonna do that one or another one at your show. I gotta decide. Basically, what I've noticed how I'm gonna pick my sets is based off the demographic because I had this one joke. That was like really funny about a gay friend, and it was a bunch of dudes. They wasn't laughing. They was on that little macho bullshit. But then it was around people who didn't give a fuck. I was getting to laugh, so I'm like, all right, I gotta look and see what the audience is like, and then choose what set I'm gonna do versus mm. having one already pre-planned. Cause uh. like I'll be I'll be delivering good shit, and then sometimes it'd be like silent, and then I'm like, damn, they was cracking up at it. So yeah, yeah. I know rooms change, right? Yeah. It's so unpredictable. Cause and I go ahead. Well, yeah, what I was going to say is the longer you do this um, and the more seasoned you get, you have, you, you switch on a dime, right? Right. And if something you're doing is not working, then you can just go into something else yeah. um, instead of, you know, when you first start out, you're, you're a little bit like a robot. <laughs> you know, this is my set. I will do this. This is all I can do. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just hit my year about a week ago doing comedy. What was that? You hit your year? Yeah. Oh, give me five, man. Yeah, I just yeah. hit it like you about two a week and a half, two weeks ago, something like that. We're almost the same age then, because I've been doing it a year in June. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just a little older than you. Yeah. <laughs> it so. doesn't show though. It doesn't show. No, not at all. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah. So I think the room's gonna be a good room. Um. The comics coming on uh, Wednesday, the twenty third. Are uh, very funny, uh, eth ethnically diverse. I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's how I roll. You know, I love it. I mean, I, I last night I made the joke of United Colors of Benetton, <laughs> and then <laughs> nobody laughed, and uh -huh. I'm like, oh shit, I'm old. That was a joke from what the 1900s. <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> so that we're gonna have kind of that that vibe um, on Wednesday. So. Where, you know, everyone just gets along. We're all united through humor. That's right. And that's why I love this. You know, there is, I mean, look, we're different. Look, here's the thing. We're different. We have different cultural experiences. We're different ethnicities. But I appreciate it. You appreciate it. There's a respect. It's cool. And that's it. And that's it. And then let's bring the funny, you know? Hell yeah. That, that's how I see it. And that's how, I, that's how every show I go to. I'm just like, we're all in this together. Community vibe. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm with it too. I, I mean, I'm with that, but I like going to the shows with the mindset of like, I'm about to just destroy it and kill everybody. Yeah, you should do that yeah. because that's you. Like when you go up there, be fucking you. And that's that's the magic, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I, when I worked at the, I mean, I just soaked in two years of comedy store just watching every fucking comic. Be you. And that reminds me of something. I am so sick of this bullshit PC like, oh, fucking, yeah. uh, you're canceled because I, I almost got canceled because I made an OCD joke. 
Cancer by who? Uh, I can't say right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was the joke about? <laughs> the joke was, um, all it was, was, my joke was, I have OCD, obsessive cheese disorder. And they got mad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact. Was it somebody white that was mad about that? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then I, 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 and it became this argument between the person who was running that show and, and, and someone, someone in the show. And the person running it was like, well, this is your hill to die on. And I'm like, Crazy. are you fucking kidding me? I can't, even, I can't even say cheese. Like, I didn't, it wasn't racist. It was, <laughs> I mean, if I was like super lactose intolerant or something like that or whatever, I might be like, man, fuck that or whatever. But other than that, what the fuck? When the fuck is cheese offending yeah. people? Yeah. So I, okay, right. So I had to, to the point of fuck being PC when you're up there, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, be cool in life, but when you're up there, do your thing. Right. And my dream is to open a comedy club. Okay. And nothing, either you're funny or you're not. Yeah. That's I it. mean, I'm all about that, but like, if you white, you can't be able to be like, yeah, man, and I seen this nigger. You, you can sit yeah, okay. like that. Yeah, okay. you can't be like okay. that. Or you can't be like, like, I seen a bunch of faggots walking out. That, you'd be like, okay, you can't be saying all that type of shit. So, but other than that, fly free. Right. So here's, here's the irony with comedy. <laughs> <laughs> there are no rules until you break them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's is there's always some kind of weird ass double standard i just went on my pedestal and then you, you just called me out because you're right <laughs> you know if you're not like i mean the point was i don't have a, i mean i have a little bit we all have ocd don't we yeah i'm pretty sure it's yeah certain yeah there's certain shit that people are obsessive about yeah i mean just when i was parking here today uh -huh. yeah i paralleled park for five minutes <laughs> Not good enough. Not good enough. No, it's got it's got to be fucking perfect. <laughs> so, but look, if you're not, if if it's not like I can't do black jokes, like you know, and you probably can't do Jewish jokes. I mean, shit. I have kind of wrote some, but see, I was down with the Jewish folks and shit. I used to be going to the Shabbat dinners and all of that. Well, then because you were in that community, yeah. Then I think you can. Yeah. But I don't fuck with them because I need I need the rich ones to put me on and shit. So I got to make friends. So <laughs> I got you kind of got to kiss ass, you know, because they the gatekeepers and shit. So you don't piss them off too much. But all the Jewish motherfuckers that I be knowing and shit is broke. I'm like, shit, where the rich motherfuckers at, man? <laughs> I don't know. They're probably they're 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 on strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or or they're actually the on the other side of the strike, right? They're yeah. running the streamers and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's where they are. They're in Hollywood. I mean, you know, stand-up isn't... Is stand-up Hollywood? I don't feel like it is. It's nah. No, I wouldn't say... Nah. I would say more like movies and TV type shit yeah. to stand-up. Nah. Because some people say, like, New York is like the mecca of stand-up and shit like that. At first, I was thinking it was L.A. I don't well, know. Well, New York's, New York's an asshole. Yeah. You know, they try to claim everything. We got the best food. We got the best entertainment. <laughs> now, all you have are stages, okay? Right. You you do own theater. I'll Where give are you, you from? That. Uh, I'm actually from L.A. Okay. What area did you grow up in? Oh, well, you get... <laughs> <laughs> there was some white privilege there. Go ahead. <laughs> I grew up in Pacific Palisades. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Boy. So, like, the last person we had on here was from, like, the fucking Upper West Side of Manhattan. He was like, listen, I... 
I knew I grew up privileged. I'm like, shit, live your truth. Yeah, yeah. But look, I didn't grow up rich. I mean, my parents, uh, you know, we, they bought a house in 1983 when it, nobody lived in Palisades. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they, my dad owned an ad agency in L.A., so I grew up in a very creative environment. Um, but, you know, they always did okay. You know, it wasn't like, you know. I've, during a pandemic, I went out there twice on that little trail that's by, like, Donald Trump's golf course or whatever. What? Where? Here? In the Palisades. He has a golf course? Yeah, he has, like, a, 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 a yeah. Um, all I know is the Riviera golf course, but in the... I that's mean, right by the water? This golf course is, like, right on the coast. Like, I would, like, take the dog and, like, hike down right on the beach and all that shit. Are you thinking shit. about Palos Verdes? Maybe so. Maybe because that's. Oh yeah, this yeah yeah because okay, Palisades is right next to Malibu yes. and all. This, yeah yeah, Palos Verdes yeah yeah. I had yeah. them confused. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the more mellow side of the coast. I was out that way last week. I was out in like Malibu, just chilling at the this one little beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I grew up by the water, which was really fucking cool. And that's what I always wanted. I grew up in Kentucky, so. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I always wanted like beach, but then. On like TV and shit, they lied. I'm thinking like the water was gonna be nice and warm, and man, this shit is chilly, ice cold. Fuck them California beaches. That's why I don't ever go. Yeah, I know. Like your balls shrink up, huh? Oh, <laughs> that and then like I want like nice lukewarm water and shit or hot water, like not like, like dip your toe in and then run and go back in and try to get your body adjusted. Like you need a jacuzzi, boy. Yeah, but I would like the water to be at least like. 70 degrees or something like that not 50 well, i was getting there with climate change <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying but yeah yeah all right so what's up with black people can't swim you gotta tell me about that shit i don't know who really came well the dude in alabama he proved that wrong because he jumped from the riverboat and he swam over to the dock and he lifted himself up and started slamming motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> so that no longer applies okay <laughs> the whole nation saw a black guy swim so fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> but man i don't know oh growing up when i was a little kid i took swimming lessons and i knew how to swim since i was probably like seven eight years old or whatever so i don't know all for right. real Right. Maybe they just, you know, they probably came from a lot of black motherfuckers didn't have pools growing up. You know what I'm saying? You might have that little kitty bullshit. And like maybe during the summer, you might go to like a, the community center or public pool, depending on where you live at. But most motherfuckers didn't have no pool in their backyard. So, I mean, if if you're not doing the activity, you're not going to learn, you know what I'm saying, how it goes. Yeah. All right. That's a good explanation. I like, <laughs> I'm going to go with that. So if I make a joke about black people not being able to swim, I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. if them, if they had pools and shit like that, I'm pretty sure the motherfuckers would learn how to swim and all that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, the, okay. I got that. That's cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, I grew, I, I grew up near there, near there. So how long have you been in L.A.? This month, I think it'll be, was it 14 years? Oh, wow. Going, yeah. I moved here. In August 2010. And what do you think? Matter of fact, I think my uh, my anniversary might be tomorrow. Is it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Man, fuck LA. It's expensive. <laughs> the people are fucking assholes. I, like, I don't have a lot of friends out here for real. I don't be fucking with people. They just weird and shit. It's, it's, it's the hardest city to, to be friends with people, and it's the hardest city to date in. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah. Shit. 
here's I have a theory. I think it's because everyone's in their car. This is a city of cars. You yeah. know, nobody walks in LA. And when you're in your car, you're in a bubble. And so it just becomes about you and where you're going. And then all of a sudden, that's the vibe, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just, I don't know, just here for like the opportunities. And I want a better weather and all that, but I wouldn't mind moving overseas or somewhere else. I even thought about maybe somewhere in Florida. I don't know. But Why I, Florida? I would, because they got better beaches and shit. Like that water I can fuck with. Like I would be at the beach all the time. All right. Better beaches, worse people. They're fucked up over there. Florida's yeah, but they probably crazy. more they probably more realer than fake ass LA people though. Uh, they're just whack, man. Yeah. The, I mean, and now you can't even say gay. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> they're, they're rewinding that club. They're going. Oh yeah, can't say don't say gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want. That's gay. You can say gay. <laughs> I don't think you can <laughs> over that. And they're banning books and the critical race. I mean, it's. Oh just, yeah, they trying to, they trying to erase, all the bad shit that white people did. They trying to make up for it and. Saying that slaves was uh, slavery was an opportunity or some shit like that, and they benefited yeah. from slavery. Like, okay, yeah. One one uh, <laughs> one black comic was making a joke about that, saying, um, "How did I benefit from slavery? Yeah, I learned about pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned about torture. I learned, you know, I learned how to say yes, sir. That <laughs> 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 was good. That was good. Uh, that joke came from I think G Mac. I don't know if you know. He's a great no. great comic. Most of the people on the list. I don't know. I know you, and then that one other dude, this white dude. I saw him before. I did some shows with him. Like uh, Mike Bassano. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And no, no, yeah, nobody else. I don't know. Okay, well, you're gonna meet some great people, very funny people. You know, Sam. She's gonna. Oh yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, who else is on there? Um, A- Jose. Yep, and A Trey Titus. Uh, yeah. So you really can just just by hearing it, you know that is not all white people. Yeah, Davo. I he yeah. hosted a show I did in North Hollywood at Saints and Sinners. But he's not. Yeah, he's he's not yeah. gonna be in this one. But um, Nick is. Mike, he fucking's built like the Hulk and shit. Oh yeah, big Mike swole Pye. motherfucker. He's big as shit. I know. <laughs> hey, I know. you need to be somebody's bodyguard, motherfucker. You telling jokes. I know he's he's scary, man. <laughs> just like you know, you get on the stage and he just takes up the stage. Yeah, and it's like if you don't laugh at my jokes, I'll beat you up. People get intimidated, so they laugh at him out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we gotta give a rest in peace. Clarence Avant died. You know Clarence Avant? He, he's the Black Godfather. He has a documentary that came out about three years ago on. Netflix, he was like the dude to know in Hollywood. Uh, fucking like on his documentary, you see like fucking Snoop Dogg talking. Next thing you know, fucking Barack Obama, fucking Bill Clinton, and, and Bill's like, you know, Clavon is like one of my closest friends. So, uh, he started like record labels, he negotiated a shit ton of deals. He was like the dude to know, and like he was like connected with fucking musicians politicians like he knew everybody and all types of shit like when universal and michael jackson's record label was beefing because michael jackson had did that little book for him for et clarence avon was like the only person who was there that was not even involved in none of them. they was like who does he represent they was like he represents everybody and he was like all right look this is what we're gonna do this this and that and he like settled everything with these two huge corporations and shit wow yeah wow. so but- he died 
like two or three days ago. He was 93, so I guess like old age. But I felt bad because they lived out like Bel Air or Bel- Beverly Hills, one of them. And some motherfucker broke in his they crib and like his wife got shot and like like died like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, like this old lady? Yeah, they broke yeah. What okay. Damn. Yeah, she was like eighty seven or some shit like that. Mm. Yeah, and she got murdered. But they caught the dude and shit like that. So yeah, so like these last like two years, you know, I'm pretty sure he's been suffering, you know, like the fucking love of his life was killed. That tends to happen. Yeah. You know, one dies, the other joins them. Yeah, you so. know, yeah. Shout and out to him. I always wanted to meet him and shit, and so mm. yeah, he was the dude to know. Oh wow! All right, well, R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. Yeah. Did you hear about the scandal with uh, Michael Orr, the, the dude from The Blind Side? You remember that movie, The Blind Side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was talking about that last night. <laughs> <laughs> so his the people that took him in made him sign some a conservatory but he thought he was getting adopted and they made like millions in royalties off the movie i think he said he made like two hundred fifty thousand or some shit like that they like fucked him over on a bunch of shit and he just like recently found out so he's like suing him to try to get recoup the money and all of that shit Mm, that just you know and they was already rich like they was rich when they like fucking took him in like the dad owned like 15 taco bells and fat yeah they was already rich oh shit yeah another example of another what black guy not getting his right right i guess i guess maybe they thought you know we took you in gave you a better life and you wouldn't have been a football star without us but still man that was that man's life story but I always heard that he said he didn't like that movie and shit like that. Like, he thought it was some bullshit. Why? I don't know. Oh. Maybe. Oh, because he said, like, they portrayed him as, like, dumb and shit like that. And he was like, that wasn't me. Well, that was for the story arc. Right. Yeah, that's Hollywood, right? And then, like, on Twitter, they was t- saying, like, Sandra Bullock needs her, like, fucking award taken away from that movie. I'm like, what the fuck does she got to do with well, this? She's, no, she's just reading the lines. Not her fault. I was trying to blame somebody. I said, man, this bitch is at home chilling and shit. She ain't do nothing. Leave Sandra Bullock alone. Yeah, yeah. I get on Twitter and be like, with the trophy, you ain't getting shit, bitch. This is mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I was her, what I do. This yeah. is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, she's got to be careful because she's a celebrity. You got to be really careful what you say. Because there's backlash everywhere. But, no, to your point of... Uh, well, she got backlash and she ain't even do nothing. I know. But if she gets <laughs> on and says something, she buys in. You, you know, you got to be careful. You can't buy in in Hollywood. Well, Sandra, give me the award. I'll hold it. Your name is on it. I'll be like, Sandra, say y'all ain't getting shit, bitch. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be her wingman. You'll help her Yeah, out. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, look, people love to just, uh, you know, point... Point and blame people, right? Hell yeah. You know, it's like, it's so weird. When gas prices go up, they always blame the president. Yeah. It's like, what What does he have to, I mean. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned him. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he awake? I don't know. Someone's got to check up <sighs> on know. him. Did you know he's a deadbeat granddad? Really? So, Hunter got some, like, stripper pregnant or whatever, and Biden would not acknowledge this little girl. That they try to block it so she couldn't have the Biden last name and all of this shit. Joe would not recognize her. I'm like, yo, she didn't do anything. She's a child. Yeah, that's true. You know, it is, but he's playing politics. He doesn't want like a stripper in the in the spotlight. I, 
<clears throat> but it's not even about the stripper. It's about the little baby. But I'm like, yo, we saw your son smoking crack. <laughs> we all know this motherfucker's a junkie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not your little son that if you know, you know. The whole fucking world knows he's a goddamn fucking crackhead. <laughs> he is. Um, but he's also the son of the president. Yeah. So, you know. But you know what's fucked up? All the laws that Joe Biden made back in the 90s that locked black motherfuckers up over crack, his son violates those laws. Double standard. Man, and so all those black motherfuckers that you locked up, Joe, your little white-ass son need to be joining them, too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, man. I mean, man. fair is fair, right? I was thinking, matter of I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I ain't voting for Joe Biden. I'm not voting for no fucking Republican. Whoever independent is, I'm just going to vote for them because I'm just going to vote, period. But fuck that. Because I, I heard... That he only sent motherfuckers in Maui a one-time fee of $700 if they was affected in that fire. I'm like, so you giving them $700, but you giving fucking Ukraine billions, trillions, and your own people. Here, bitch, here's $700. Even though your house and everything you have is gone, this $700 will get you back on your feet. Well, that's, no. a, that's America. That's what right. we do. We don't take care of our own. Fuck America. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck them all. <laughs> You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and rest in peace to Pee Wee Herman. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's jacking off in the theaters in the sky. <laughs> you, you go, you go, gay boy, you go. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman was gay. I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh shit! I'm not spreading rumors. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Wasn't. But I thought he was in a he was in a sex store in a theater like watching straight porn. Oh, maybe so. Okay, my bad. My I bad. mean, the people was gay. He was gay. I, I could be wrong. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, Pee-wee's somebody gay. was in Pee Wee's Playhouse then. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people were in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Pee Wee Herman, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know he had a huge following. Hell yeah! Because I remember I saw something like this is like back in the day. And like it was like commercial for like E, and it was like True Hollywood Story. It's like Pee Wee Herman. It was like locked up. And I was like, what did Pee Wee get locked up for? I was like eleven or twelve, and nobody would tell me. And then when I got older, I found I was like, oh shit! I was just like, bro, why ain't you just buy a movie and jack off at home? But you a celebrity, people know who you are. I'd be like, look at Pee Wee over jacking off in the theater. It's like celebrities like to break the rules because they can. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a high, like a challenge. Like, do you remember when Winona Ryder went through? Oh, her, she was stealing this shit. Her little klepto mm-hmm. phase. Yeah, she didn't need that. She didn't need any of that. She had plenty of money. <laughs> you know, it was like some self test. What can I get away with? Like, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. How about uh, you go to therapy? <laughs> Work yeah. that shit out there. You know, because that's not good for your image. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, so speaking of somebody else who's almost awake or not, Mitch McConnell, he almost, like, fucking passed out. He's a bitch. He live in my hometown. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, Kentucky, huh? And motherfuckers will see him at a restaurant and be, like, telling them off and shit like that, man. Fuck Mitch McConnell, little bitch. It's time for you to retire, motherfucker. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Yeah, yeah. those are some gunshots I agree with. Yeah. Okay, so this is the petty pistol. And we, if you if you fucked up, if you a fuck boy, if you just a dumbass, we shoot you with the petty bullets to knock some sense into you. So when you go to sleep and when you wake up, you're not the same dumb asshole that you was the day before. 
Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that's for. Well, yeah, you're, yeah. You're going to have to shoot him until he's dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> that dude just does what he wants when he wants. And you know what? I, I don't know. I made a joke about him last night. I'm like, he's like the Wicked Witch of the West. He's just fucking melting. Yeah. Look at, look at that face. It's just getting... He's, his face is like going into his skull. Like, he's disintegrating. As, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's like a human cadaver. It's like he's just deteriorating <laughs> as we speak. Yeah, he no, he I hate that guy. He's got to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would do. use a real pistol on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him. All right, so lately I've been thinking about like the dead homies, like my peoples who have like passed on, like they've been on my mind a lot. So I have a question. If you had a friend or a family member that died, would you unfollow them on social media cuz clearly they're not going to be posting nothing no more? You know, that, that's um, probably not. Okay. I, I, I would keep them, like, I, I mean, I'm not on, you know, years ago I was on Facebook, not anymore, but, uh, and I did have a friend die who was on Facebook, and I, you know, we would get updates through Facebook on her uh, condition. She had leukemia, and I never unfriended her. I mean, it's, it's respect, you know? That's what I see. Yeah. You know, if, if you like that person, you, you leave them on your uh, social Facebook, I don't think I have, but Instagram, I did. I was like, they not gonna be posting nothing else no more. Oh, uh, you get rid of them? I have before to some people, yeah. Yeah, you just unfollow them, huh? You're like, goodbye. I mean, they ain't posting shit else. Like, <laughs> 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 like fuck it. But I think people post on that page, like on in, Facebook, in, you can, you can memory. like. Oh, that's right. See that? That's the. Difference. You can leave some. You can like. There's a like a remembering thing, and you can leave your page to someone else. So if you die, then it goes to that person, so they can have access to it or whatever. So like that. on my cousins, it says like remembering. You know what I'm saying, Lewis. And yeah, all that. yeah. Facebook <clears throat> is uh, death friendly. Yeah, but like Instagram and shit, I'm like, well, fuck Twitter. Shit, I'm gonna friend your ass. <laughs> you can, you can, but no. On Facebook though, I see I see posts of. Uh, you know, my friend's friends in, who just sometimes post a picture saying right. missing you. You know, it's kind of sweet. But on uh -huh. Instagram, no, you're right. Maybe Years ago, this dude I went to high school with, I sent him a friend request, and then he ended up dying. And then, like, a while later, that friend request got accepted. I said, did his spirit come back and accept my friend request? <laughs> it did. It yeah. did, man. <laughs> there's, there's spirits everywhere. Hell yeah, yeah, we're surrounded, people. Speaking of, I was thinking my cousin who died, his spirit used to like show up a lot, but I ain't seen that shit in a couple years. His spirit used to show up a lot? Yeah. What? Where? What are you talking about? Once I had a dream and he was in my dream, it was like super real. And like in the dream, I was crying and I woke up crying. And then at an old crib I had, I think it was maybe his birthday or his death date, I'm like chilling. In the balcony, we had the door. It like it was like cracked open a little bit, and then opened up all the way, and then slowly went back to where I had it. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And at my old crib, that picture of that Buddha was like rocking back and forth, and it all happened like either on his birthday or like his like anniversary, death anniversary and shit. But it's been like a little minute, yeah, since like his like spirit has been around. So that okay, that that's my point. There are spirits everywhere. That um, so. I believe that was him. Uh, I do have a comedy store story. 
Okay. Yeah, because they say the store is haunted. I don't know it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just kind of a common um, thing they say about it. And when I was there, I, there was, I heard about one experience that someone had, like, that, you know, the day before, and then I experienced one experience. So there's a main room where, you know, all the big stars perform. And uh, at the end of the night, um, you know, the crew has to clean, you know, put all the chairs up and everything. And uh, one night, uh, some, it wasn't done, you know, and then they opened the store, and it was done. All the chairs were up. Damn. And they're like, who the fuck did this? Okay. Yeah. And then the, the one that I experienced was um, I was Mitzi's um, assistant talent coordinator for a little while. I don't even remember how I got that job. She never talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. So there's an upstairs in the comedy store where the offices are. Okay. And there's a long, thin hallway. And I remember walking down that hallway. None of the air was moving. The AC wasn't on or anything like that. And there was a balloon on the ceiling. And the balloon just kept moving on the ceiling as I was walking. And, yeah. I, and I'm afraid of balloons. Why? Well, when I was three, my uh, parents had a birthday party for me. My, my birthday's in July. Okay. And they put up these huge balloons. As right I was about to cut the cake, all the balloons popped. Oh, shit. Yeah, from the heat. Uh-huh. And it was like gunshots. So maybe that's every time you do the uh, petty pistol. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> My third birthday, shit, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> duck and cover, man. <laughs> so anyway, the balloon in the comedy store in that hallway upstairs just followed me along. And I was like, oh, no, what's happening? What's happening? And I just pretended it didn't happen and went on with my day. <laughs> it could have been the ghost of like a famous comic or somebody. It could be. It yeah. just didn't identify itself. But weird shit. How there's. There's spirits over there. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think they're friendly because it's all about laughter. Yeah. You know, unless it's vengeful because Mitzi was not nice sometimes. <laughs> That's why everyone was afraid of her. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I heard that too. Yeah. But she loved, I mean, she, I mean, her heart was, you know, the second you became a regular, like she loved you. She wanted you to grow. It was like, um, just, this is where you grow up as a comic, you know? And it was a very, very cool environment. Hell Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? They've kept it that way. I just went back there about six months ago, um, and same vibe. Because I heard she has like a house like behind it in the hills or some shit like that. Well, Polly has it now. Yeah, yeah, someone in the family had a house right behind. There was a couple of houses going on, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I've been thinking about my homeboy Rodney a lot. Like one of my fears is having like an aneurysm. And I, I, I don't even like saying it out loud because I just don't want to put it out there. But that's always been like a fear because if you have an aneurysm, you're pretty much dead. You know what I'm saying? But that's the fastest, easiest way to go. Yeah, but I ain't trying to go, though. For no, real. don't you go. Just, no, no, yeah. no. You hang around, boy. <laughs> but my homeboy, shit, he died. He was older than me. He was like in his 40s. And he probably died in like 2015 or some shit like that. And uh, he had an aneurysm at work. He worked at Amazon. And he called me, but I was in the Dominican Republic. And like I was like, fuck. I was just over there about a month or two prior and I answered some phone calls and my bill was high as shit. I'm like, man, I'm gonna hit him back when I get home. So when I got home, I called him and he didn't answer. And then uh, a couple of days it went by, I think I text him, and usually he was like hitting me up like every day. And I'm like, where the fuck? Where the fuck is he at? And I was like, I wonder if he's locked up. I don't think so. He ain't doing nothing fucked up. So he it, one day he had called me from his mom's crib because he stayed with her. And I looked at my phone and it was still on the call log. So his mom answered. I'm like, can I speak to Rodney? 
And she kind of got smart. She was like, Rodney is deceased. And I'm like, what? And I was Whoa. like, I was like, I'm GQ. I'm his homeboy. She was like, oh, yeah, he's talked about you. And then she told me he had a, a aneurysm at work and shit. And his family was always like doing him dirty or whatever. I'm like, all right, so when is the funeral? And then she told me the day. And I'm like, all right. Because they lived in, he lived in Indiana. But his town was right across the bridge from Kentucky for, from where I used to live at. So I was like, all right, I got a doctor's appointment, but I'm going to reschedule. And his mom was like, no, that's okay. Rodney will want you to go to your doctor's appointment. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Rodney would want me to come and say my goodbyes to him. What was she thinking? His mom, well, he, t- he told me stories about his mom who was fucked up. And then, like, experiencing that, I was like, yeah, that that is. I'm like, y'all did him dirty in life and in death. And I was like, all right, is there no bitch worry or something? And it was like, nah, somebody posted something on Facebook. We'll send it to you. And I, I never got it. Yeah. Oh, man. She yeah, is his a mom was a bitch. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. So I think he just ended up getting cremated or, or some shit. They did some some little bullshit or whatever. So you never had your closure? Nah. Oh, and so now maybe that made the fear even worse because you never got to say goodbye. Well, I mean, well, shit, even if he had the aneurysm, I wouldn't even got to say goodbye anyway because he was at work. Right, right. But, but you know, people go to funerals to say goodbye. Yeah. You know, it's for them. It's not for the deceased. Well, yeah, it would have just been a thing of ashes and shit. I wouldn't been able to see him. But like, <laughs> Rodney, which part is your ear so I know where to talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking you're like <laughs> sifting through the ass right I'm like shit let me get something to take home put in a jar <laughs> <laughs> i hope that's his ear because then he's gonna hear everything i gotta say yeah yeah now that i mean look it's you know i think the best way to kind of get rid of that fear is just to stay healthy yeah. i know you work out right yes. yeah you do you I'll LA fitness. like pretty much probably about four to six times a week i'll be at the gym on the elliptical because i gain weight so i had to like drop so i dropped like 20 i want to drop like 20 more nice yeah. damn oh, so speaking of that i was the heaviest i've ever been um a week ago uh, a week ago tuesday uh and i started a 90 day uh cleanse what's the cleanse it's a vegan cleanse and 14 days of liquids okay and, and laxatives Damn, yeah. they're gonna be shitting a lot. Yeah, I didn't do them this morning or last night because I was coming. Yeah, here. I didn't want to be like, uh, GQ, can you just hold this for a minute? I'll be like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, talk amongst yourself. So, like, the liquids, like, like fruits and vegetables and shit like that? There's recipes for juices and soups, you know, a lot of greens, you know, okay. spinach, broccoli, celery, you know, and then there's, um, you know, olive oil and vegetable broth and. Uh, cucumbers, uh, you know, stuff like that. You mix in, to me, there's tomato soups that you can make. It's, it's all written down as part of a cleanse where it started in this uh, place that this, this guy kind of invented it where people were really sick and okay. they, they were having trouble healing. And they all went to him for 90 days and he put them on this diet and it changed their blood. So, you know, you have parasites in your blood. I mean, I don't want yeah. to get gross. No, it's true. No, yeah. But there's shit in your blood. If you, it, like, there's a, a wonderful nutritionist who's at Air One in Calabasas. Her name is Kelly Grillo. And she will look at, at your blood under a microscope. And she can see, um, like, all your red blood cells. She can also see, like, any trauma that your body might have had, like, Damn. My husband had something in his colon going on. Oh, shit. Anyway, um, it is pretty fascinating. Uh, and so you do this cle- before you, you look at your blood, and then you do this cleanse. And after 90 days, you look at your blood. I got rid of the yeast, the parasites, uh, whatever else. I don't remember. I did in 2018. Okay. And then 
you know, after a few years, you start eating pizza, drinking whiskey, and, <laughs> you know, living life, and you just When did you fat. start this cleanse? So we started again. I started, was today? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. I started a week ago Tuesday. So I have 14 okay. days of liquids. Yeah. Have you been, like, craving, like, real food and stuff like that? It's weird. No, because I have, like, no sugar in my diet, very little salt, and your uh, taste buds adapt. Okay. And after 14 days, there's it's all vegan food. But they're specific foods, you know, nuts, seeds, lentil pasta, fruits, vegetables. And it's, it's not bad. I was doing a vegan thing a little while ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah? How'd yeah. that go? It was cool. Like, I would go get, like, the little fake meats or whatever. Kevin Hart just opened that restaurant down the street. Which one? It's called Hart House. It's a vegan uh, restaurant. Right on. Right, right across the street from Hollywood High. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Here's the thing about being vegan, because I was I was vegetarian for 13 years and I was very sick. You need to do supplements mm. because just being vegan, you're gonna lose. You're not gonna have enough protein. Right. You might have enough protein, but there's a bu- minerals. You, you you lose shit that you, that you can only get from meats and stuff. Yeah. 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 So you gotta know what supplements to take. I feel that. <laughs> anyway, point was, if you take care of yourself, you won't have an aneurysm. And I won't say that word again. No, it's cool. But like Dr. Dre had one like two years ago. They thought he was going to die. He was in the hospital for about a week or two. Yes. Like you just never know. Like my aunt had one back in like 2000. Like she died from it. Damn. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can get a scan, a preventative MRI to see how you're doing. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. That's something. It's just a fear. And then I'd be thinking like I live by myself. So if something like that was going to happen and shit, no telling how long it would be before somebody discovers me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you probably fucking, I would probably, depending on when, let's say I died on, like, the 5th. I wouldn't get discovered until probably the next month when the fucking manager's like, where the fuck is the rent? (laughs) Or unless Turbo's barking constantly and they're like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Like... Yeah, I'm gonna be here decomposed and stinking and shit. But when you're dead, you're dead. Yeah, they be like, shit, when the fuck did he die? How'd he die? Yeah, so I'll be thinking like shit like that or whatever. But yeah, man, Rodney, man, it was like weird because he was like going through like a lot of fucked up shit and he was starting to get his life like back together. He finally had got a good job, he was working at Amazon and shit like that. And then like, fuck, then he died. And I remember he was going through like some shit. And he wanted, he wanted to fake his death. And he wanted me to help him. Why? For the insurance money. Oh. <laughs> oh. He wanted to beat the system. Yeah. He was like, hey, Q, this is what I'm going to do. He's like, I'm going to put you as the beneficiary on my uh, life insurance. And then he's like, I'm going to fake my death. And I'm like, bro, you do know you got to be missing for a good while before they send this money. And you cannot be seen or heard from for seven years. And then you can come back and you won't fucking go to jail. But I'm like, you got kids, bro. You're going to do that to them. You're going to disappear and make them think for seven years that you fucking dead and you just show up like, hey, y'all. Hey, what kind of plan is that? He was just fucking down on his dirt and was just trying to figure out something to get some money and shit. And he was just tired of life and the situation that he was in. Damn. <laughs> I was oh, like, huh. and he was like, you know, you know, I'm going to break you off some money, too, for doing this. And I was like, dog, you he had no plan. I said, where are you going to go? You got to change your identity. Like, you, you can't get in no trouble with the law. You basically just have to go somewhere and literally hide out and fall off the face of the earth for seven years, dog. Yeah, and miss his kids, like, everything, right? How old were his kids? They were younger at the time. 
yeah, so you're going to miss all the birthdays. You're yeah. going to miss, like, the first dates. You're going to miss them, you know, graduating <laughs> elementary school, you know, middle school. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can get some. And then what are they going to do while he's gone? How are they going to pay for everything? I guess the moms or some shit. Or maybe he was going to save some of the money and he would come back and be like, yeah, I know I was gone, but, you know, here's something to make up for when I was gone. Then I'm like, what the fuck are you going to tell people when you show up? I don't know. What do you say from that? You're just like, I'm back? He had no plan. I said, bro, don't do that shit, dog. No. It's never going to work. <laughs> well, yeah. he, he, sa- he saved himself from himself. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And, like, it was weird. Like, he didn't smoke weed. He didn't drink. And then, like, years ago, we went to a New Edition concert back home. Like, he loved New Edition. Like, he told me, like, he did? Yeah. And he's black? Yeah, New Edition's a black group. Oh, I'm old. What do you think about New Kids on the Block or some shit? No, I was. Th- I'm, I don't know. I was probably thinking of something in the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of something else. Long time ago, like New Order. Who? That, that, that's a group. It's <laughs> from like the '80s. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we went up her, and like, when I went to pick him up. He was like, it was weird when he was talking. Like, what the fuck? Is this is how white I am. <laughs> like new I thought you would know who New Edition was. <laughs> I should. Maybe if you heard some of the songs, you might know. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for saving yeah. me on that one. <laughs> You're too kind. So on the way to like the arena, he was like, yo, make a stop over here. So we go to like somebody's crib and he goes and gets something at the mailbox. I was like, what the fuck did he get? So we're driving. He's like, yo, you want some of these pills? Cause I was like, I fucking knew you was on something. I'm like, he was taking... Fuck, I forgot what fucking pills he was taking, but it was like some pain pills or whatever. So, like, we get up there and shit. He's, like, weird, like, tripping out and shit. So, we get to the fucking show, and then the lights go off. He, like, darts up this tunnel. I'm like, bro, this ain't even where the fuck we sitting at. So, when I go to get him, he's, like, behind the stage and the curtain. Like, that's where the seats was because, like, they only, like, sold out half of the arena and shit. I'm like, bitch, we over here on this side. So, we get to our seats, and he was like, he always said New Edition performed the best when they wore white. He had very weird logics. <laughs> why? Why? Because the contrast. I don't know. He said when they dressed up in all white, that's when they performed the best. Like the Temptations and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit. Yeah. So he was like, he's like, if they performed in all white, they would have performed better. He was like, I just paid their electric bill. I said, bitch, you think that little forty dollars you paid for this ticket really did something for their bills? What? Yeah, <laughs> man. He didn't like that show. <laughs> Where did he get that? That he paid their electric bills? He was high. Oh, so nothing made sense. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing in the back of the arena anyway? So, no. So, like, the arena where the stage was set up because it wasn't a sold out show. Oh. So, they just had, like, a little curtain, okay. like, half of the arena and shit. Yeah. So, we seen, like, a little curtain, and then it was, like, the rest of the seats, but, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody was over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then he's, like, getting up dancing, and then I look. I used to work at this cinema when i was like a sophomore and there was this one manager named terry she was a bitch she's a fat black bitch i hated her fucking ass she was a teacher too i'm like i'm pretty sure them them kids hate you because she would always make me do extra shit she was always fucking with me why was rodney dancing with that fat bitch (laughs) i said man i said you know that fat bitch was dancing with i said i know her she was my manager i said i fucking hate her ass man (laughs) yeah she dance she did a fat waddle and shit, you know. And Rodney, she's fat as shit, and Rodney's all bony. He's like as big as his fucking mic stand and shit. Yeah, skinny guys love big black girls. Don't yeah. They? When we get done, I have a picture of him over. You can see what he looked like. Yeah. 
have you okay? Have you ever seen the movie Friday? No. All right, I was gonna make it. Well, he looked like I'm a, coming off this this thing looking like I don't do anything. <laughs> I just sit in a room all day. He looked like DJ Pooh. Uh, he played Red in the movie Friday. He used to hate it when I used to say, "Ask me like Red." He was like, "My name ain't Red. My name's Rodney." I said, "Bitch, you look like Red." Because they both like was bony, real light skinned and shit. But yeah, man, Rodney was like one of my closest homeboys, and like he like really believed in me. Like I used to do music and shit, so he was always listening to it and all of that, and like real supportive and shit like that. And uh, we used to always like joke on like Jermaine Jackson and shit, because like his haircut, he had to like. Y'all have to Google Jermaine Jackson's haircut, but it's like, like wavy down on the side, curly on. He has like four or five different hairdos going on at once. <laughs> and we used to always joke on it. And I had met Jermaine and like my profile picture on Facebook was me and Jermaine. And like Rodney had signed up for Facebook randomly one day. He was like, yeah, I get on Facebook. He's like, I see a picture of Jermaine and I'm laughing. And he was like, that's cute right there. He was like, when the fuck do you see him? I was like, oh, I had this restaurant the other day. So I do like miss like him like the little silly shit, you know what I'm saying, that he would always say and all that. He has some like weird logics. And I'd be like, dog, shut up, just stop. But he was my OG, but he was like coming to me for like advice and shit like that or whatever. But yeah, man, I wish he was like still alive. When did he pass? Like 2015. Mm, man, yeah. that, that memory lives strong, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it sad though when like people aren't appreciated until they're dead? Well, no, I always appreciated <laughs> him and shit and all that. You know, we was like cool, but but then I was just like, damn, man, like I had no clue he was gonna die in the next couple of days. And I was just like, my phone bill was outrageous when I was in Dominican. I was like, I'll just hit him back. And I remember telling him, like, yo, I hit you when I come back from Dominican. And yeah, and I was like, it was weird when I called him, he didn't answer and never heard nothing back. And I was like, he usually hits me up all the time. And I was thankful that he had hit me up from his mom's crib and I had that number because I probably wouldn't have even known until like maybe years later that he died and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, we ain't have no issues. So he ain't going to just stop talking to me for no reason and shit like that. Right. So yeah. yeah. When someone stops talking to you, I mean, yeah, you got to figure that shit. It becomes like you got to play detective. <laughs> I, I'm kind of like whatever because I had a homeboy. He's been on a podcast before. I'm talking about Nick. Me and him was like real cool. And then like he just stopped talking to me. Like we had talked and then a couple of days later I hit him up. He didn't respond back. And then I called him because I was want to see if he want to hang out. Never heard nothing back from him. This is probably like four or five months ago. And then I was like, is he alive? And then... I saw uh, on the text messages that he had put his phone on like quiet mode because usually he does that shit when he's at work. And I was like, oh, I said, the motherfucker's alive. I don't know why he quit talking to me. We never had no issues. No, I don't know. I was just like, shit, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Good that, luck to good luck to him. You know what I'm saying? That's like lazy detective. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like, like yeah. I know I didn't do nothing bad to him. Yeah. So sure. I'm like. Yeah, you're like, whatever, moving on. Yeah, I was like, man, I ain't finna fucking sit around and, and wait and see, you know, it's like, I ain't going to hit him up no more. So I was like, shit, fuck it. I just deleted him and hopefully he's doing good in life or whatever. But yeah, that's not the Nick that we're going to see. No, 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 no. Different one. It's a different one. I'm like, oh shit. No, that Nick, me, me and him, we was talking and shit the other day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just make sure. <laughs> but you know, like, uh, so what we we're just talking about when, you know, people die, you start remembering everything, Uh huh. you know, wh like, Eulogies are always like the sweetest time, nicest time, but dead person can't hear it 
And that's yeah. always gotten me, you know? Maybe the spirit can. Maybe the spirit can, but I don't know. I think we should all appreciate each other more when we're alive. Right. So we can take it in, you know? And I mean, I'm a comic. I know that's just not funny. It's just thoughtful. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I just want to put that out there, you know? Yeah. And I told my home, like, me and my mom don't have a relationship. She's, like, real fake as fuck. And, like, when people die, she be, like, doing the most, like, like 2013, my homeboy Tank called me. He was like, oh, man, I'm sorry about your loss. I was just, like, leaving the barbershop. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, your granddad. I said, I ain't got no fucking granddad. He was like, I said, he's like, your mom's dad. I'm like, my mom's dad died when she was, like, a little kid. I said, I don't even know what this motherfucker looked like. I've never seen a picture of him. He was like, well, she's on Facebook saying her dad died. I'm like, I was like, what? Uh, and so he's reading it to me. She was like, my dad died. I was such a daddy's girl. And it hit me. I'm like, my grandma's boyfriend that came around like 10 years ago? That ain't her fucking dad. What's she doing that for? Because she's a weird, crazy bitch. Oh. Yeah, just wanting attention and shit. Attention, attention. Yeah, right? so my homeboy's hitting me like, sorry about your granddad. I'm like, I don't know who my father is, so you ain't talking about him. And my mom ain't got no goddamn daddy. So what fucking granddaddy you talking about? I found that's how I found out that Leroy died from my homeboy before like family hit me up and shit. Wow, wow. But yeah, she stayed doing that shit. And then one of my cousins, she died a couple months ago. And they said my mom made some fucking outlandish post or some shit or whatever. And I told Tank, I said, Hey bro, if I die and this bitch make a post about me talking about how we cool and lovey, I said, tell her, make sure you comment, say, bitch, you lying. You know, he hates you. Y'all ain't had a relationship in years. Don't fucking do that shit. And he started laughing. He was like, yeah, she probably would be the type to do something like that. Hell yeah. I'm like, she probably tell my, she's the type that would tell people like she writes my jokes and shit. And me and her don't have a relationship. Like I hate her. We haven't talked in years, but she would like tell motherfuckers like, oh yeah, he's doing this and he has this going on and I helped him with this. Yeah. Why is she so fake? It's in her blood. That's how she is. Yeah, you came out real. What, ha what happened? Why aren't you like that? Because I seen that fake shit when I was a kid, and I hated it. And I was like, I ain't never going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch be lying all the time and shit. Yeah. You know, that's funny. My, my dad uh, had a huge temper when I was growing up. Yeah. Huge temper. He, he couldn't handle his business, you know. At work, he would try to be nice to everybody, but he would blow up and stuff. And at home, he would just come home, and it was my mom and I, right? And, you know, like, if the scissors were not put back in their place, he, he, that was it. You yeah. know, like, why aren't those put back, you know? So I, I, don't, I don't yell. I don't yell at people, you know? I'm, I'm pretty cool and pretty mellow because I don't want to put anyone through that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what you're kind of going through, too. Yeah, I, I'm, I just don't want to be faking. I want motherfuckers to be like, man, all GQ do is live. Like, no, no, I don't. Mm-mm. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, I but yeah, no, that's cool. That's good stuff. Um, glad you're not like that. Nah. I no, nah, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, mm, mm All right, so on on here, we do the shout outs to all the people that be listening and shit. We like yeah. to shout them out. So shout out to California's heavy lately. Los Angeles, San Diego, Gardena, North Hollywood, Moreno Valley, Westminster, Reseda. Torrance, Santa Ana, Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks, Bakersfield, Canyon Country, Marina Del Rey, West Hollywood, Baldwin Park, Chatsworth, Aliso Viejo, 
and Anaheim. For Illinois, we got Chicago and Plainfield. For Kentucky, we got Louisville, Winchester, Bowling Green, Barstown, and Franklin. For Virginia, we got Lynchburg, Ashburn, and Alexandria. In Texas, San Antonio, and Houston. Tennessee, Nashville, Greenville, Memphis, Portland, Knoxville, and Pulaski. Ohio, Newark, Columbus, and Cleveland. Indiana, Georgetown, and Crown Point. North Carolina, Matthews, Huntersville, Fuqua, Verena, and Charlotte. I kind of want to go to Charlotte. They said that's a nice little city, very clean and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that so, where is that again? North Carolina. North, I always get north and south mixed up. Yeah, I've forgive, never. Forgive me, Charlotte. I've never been to none of the Carol. I've been to Char, uh, Charlotte Airport, but I ain't never like set foot into like none of the Carolinas like mm-hmm. community. Uh, Chapel Hill's cool, North Carolina, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's Durham. where the university is, the yeah. shit is. Yeah, there's like a little triangle of uh, of Dem- Democrats. Ah, <laughs> Chapel Hill, Raleigh, uh, Durham. Uh, let's see what's up for New Jersey: Hopakong and Cherry Hill. For Colorado: Dillon and Denver. New York: Yonkers, Green Lawn, and New York City. I ain't heard of Green Lawn. I wonder where the fucking New York that is. Michigan: Yale and Kapok. Arkansas, Mountain Home, and Fayetteville. Pennsylvania, Glenside. Alabama, Jacksonville. Iowa, Grinnell. I wonder if that town sucks. I live in Grinnell, Iowa. Hey, yeah, if you live in Grinnell and shit, let me know what y'all be doing out there. Oh, you know, for uh, Chicago, I used to be the lead uh, copywriter for Chicago Tribune. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's advertising, not not a reporter, but yeah, I did some of their branding and stuff. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, same thing for the LA Times. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. They need to write some good shit about me on the LA Times or the Chicago Tribune. Don't, don't write no bullshit. Give, <laughs> hey, y'all, give me a nice little expose or some shit. But now that, that there was a parent company that bought them all uh-huh. uh, called Tribune Publishing, and, they, and then they got, how I lost my job is they got bought by a hedge fund. Oh, and this shit. was such a big deal. It was on 60 Minutes because this hedge fund just strips these places for parts. Bitches. And it's destroying democracy. And I mean it. Like, they're just firing reporters. They're just looking at numbers, not not people, not stories. Um, and everything's down to, like, bare fucking... They're, they're, like, scraping a bone, you know? Oh, you hedge fund motherfuckers. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. That is the first time the word hedge fund has ever been mentioned on this show. Yeah, I count on a white girl to make it happen. For India, shout out to Karnakata, West Bengal, man, Uttar Pradesh, and Maharashtra. Shout out to y'all out there. For everybody in Germany, shout out to Berlin, Bardon, Wurtemberg. Rhineland, Palatine, Baden, Wurtemberg region, and the North Rhine, West Wasophilia. I don't know. I'm not German, but shout out to everybody in Germany and shit. Fuck Hitler. He's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just have, you know, go to a beer garden, have a bratwurst with some beer. 
I have never had a bratwurst. They look weird and shit. And I said the first time I would try one would be over there in Germany and shit and see. I don't know. They just look weird. But I don't I don't eat hot dogs either. I like sausages and shit, but I don't know. Bratwurst just seems weird, but I don't know. They look like a big, big sausage. Yeah, but they like the color of it and shit. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Ever since I was a little kid, I saw them and kind of got freaked out, and I just ain't never ate them. Well, if you go to a beer garden in Germany, the more beer you drink, you're going to try a bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> And I ain't a big beer guy, but I'll drink it and shit. You know what I'm saying? Be peeing all day. But but when I go like to other countries, I like to fuck with the locals and do what they do. So I would try it and see what's up. Yeah. That's that's how you do it. For the Philippines, we got Metro Manila and Bacol, Spain, Catalonia. I wanna go back to Spain. I had a good time over. For Thailand, we got Bangkok, Chunburi, and Nan. In the United Kingdom, we got England, Australia, Queensland, Guam, Tandemung. Who else? We Japan. It's not showing. And yeah, so shout out to all them countries and shit that be listening. I love y'all. And if y'all have listened to the last episode that you heard some ads on there for like the, the company that hosts the fucking podcast gave me a little offer so i got a one month little ad thing and shit so nice hopefully i can fucking make some money from this fucking show finally yeah and i'm coming up on a later this month to be like the six year anniversary of doing this show six years all right man god damn good job it's about time some fucking income started coming in and shit Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so you don't have to disappear and get insurance right (laughs) For real. <laughs> well, shit, my, my life insurance ain't number like 70 grand, so I really can't fucking do much with that. I mean, that's enough to bury somebody, but not enough to, well, I could take that 70 grand if I go over to Thailand or somewhere. That'll, I, can, I can be cool. Yeah, somewhere. In L.A., what, that'll buy you. Shit. <laughs> A really good uh, bratwurst. Right. <laughs> I mean, so you can pay your rent for about a year. Well, maybe maybe. Seventy grand ain't gonna last you long out here, nah. No, no. So, some that was funny from one of my little OGs. We talked the other day, and he sent me a picture of this chick, and he said, "This is my online girlfriend." And this motherfucker, if he ain't fifty yet, he's he's almost there. And I just laughed. I'm like, "Yo, online girlfriend." It was some some bitch that he met off Instagram or some little shit. And I'm like, have you video chatted with her? He said he has. So she is real. All right. And or whatever. What, what does he have at home? A blow up doll? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> that's not that's not sounding right. Online so, girlfriend. How does that even work? I mean. He said he met her on Instagram. But have they met in real life? Not yet. <laughs> he said she's supposed to be. I think she, he said she's in North or South Carolina. She's supposed to be. I think he said she's in Mexico doing something, and then she's going to come to fucking Kentucky. I don't know. But then he he was saying that she was going to pick him up, and he was going to move with her in the Carolinas. And I'm like, all right. And I'm like, hey, bro, make sure that she don't fucking try to use you for no money. I was going to say, as soon as she gets uh, his bank account. Oh, he replied back and said, you know, he said, you know, damn well, I ain't got no money. And then I'm like, yeah, bitch, you don't, because you've owed me $20 for about six years, motherfucker. <laughs> $20. Yeah. Jesus. And he can't pay that yet. He's going to move in with somebody he doesn't even know. And what? He ain't working and shit. 
Because I texted him a couple months ago because I was going to go out to Kentucky. I'm like, hey, bro, you got my 20? He's like, nah, I might try to get it. I'm like, dog, what the fuck, bro? That's bad. You know, they should have like a reality show where people move in together. They don't even know each other. They probably do. They're a reality show for everything, don't Real they? Real world? Oh, the, yeah. You just. <laughs> yeah, see, I just live in a room in a cave <laughs> with no TV, apparently. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, are you going to the School of Comedy tonight? Uh, what's tonight? Thursday? No, I might go tomorrow. Oh, this shit is on Friday. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday. Yeah, I was up there. About two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, you should go tomorrow night. I got to work. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll hit it up. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to hit up some other little, because I got this other little side job that I do working with this old dude, but. What's I'm that? Huh? What is that? You have a side job with working with an old dude. Yeah. I'm just, I just like. That doesn't I sound take, real. I take him to the gym. Take him to like doctor's appointments, take him to the grocery store and shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of like his uh, caregiver type shit. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's functional. So. Oh, is it the guy in the wheelchair? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> he was funny. I liked him. Oh, because I brought him to the show one time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, my stupid ass was like, so why are you here? You know, like, and he's like, I'm here to see some comedy. I'm like, oh, good, good point. I thought you had seen him because I put him on my story and shit, too, on my Instagram. Oh, okay. No, I, I met him. But, you know, he's cool, but I'm like, that job don't pay much. And I'm like, I could be doing other shit. So I'm trying to, like, get away, but I want to make sure he has somebody else to take over. And we found a dude, and this motherfucker just texted me earlier. was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. And I was expecting him to start on Monday. I'm like, God damn. Mm. So now we got to try to find somebody else. Well, that's L.A., man. L.A. is a city of flakes. Hell yeah. Yeah, everyone's on their own time. Yeah, and, and the dude is cool and shit. Like, I don't want to just leave him abandoned and no telling when he'll find somebody else. But I'm like, hey, bro, I could be doing some other shit, making more money. And he's cool to hang out with or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And. Mainly, he'd just be, like, staring at ass and shit. we go go, like, to the gym. He'd just be looking at ass <laughs> and all that. Yeah, all the time. I'd be, like, laughing and shit. Uh, horny till the end, right? Hell yeah. Damn. Oh, you should bring him to the show on Wednesday. Uh, if you want to. Nah, because yeah. I'd be wanting to, like, fucking relax and chill yeah. and shit. Yeah, not have to care give. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, smoke and hang out. Yeah. No, that the sunset rooftop is uh, everyone's high. Yeah. So on Friday, the show was going on. So I so I lit me up a little blunt. So I'm smoking and shit. And I guess people didn't know that you could smoke. So one dude was like, "Man, bro, you're brave. You just lit up." And I'm like, "This is a whole smoke f uh, free facility. You can smoke in here." He's like, "You can." I'm like, "Yeah." Well, it's not it's smoke free. It would be. I mean, smoke. I mean, it's not like, smoke free. This like, is smoke friendly. Smoke friendly. Yeah. Yeah, it very much is. I mean, it's, I've never been to a show except for the rooftop where uh -huh. second I, I don't smoke weed. OK, but by the end of the show, I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Like I like it. And like my homeboys came in town during Fourth of July. So we went up there and smoked hookah. And this OG was like, oh, I got some weed. Can we put on your hookah? And I'm like, shit, yeah, go ahead. So we was doing that. But yeah, they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. And it's funny. I saw one of the bartenders and servers earlier this week when me and the old dude was in North Hollywood at this chicken restaurant. And I was like, hey, bro, 
Sunset Rooftop, because I was up there the other day, and he was my server and shit. Oh. Because I like going to get the mimosas, because it's right down the street from my house. What is? The Sunset, Sunset Rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like to go and do the mimosas and hang out and shit. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, like, uh, they're not open during the day. Yeah, they open up at, like, 10 a.m. They do? Yeah. Do people go there? Sure, yeah. Oh. Like, during the weekend, it's probably more people, but, like, during the week, I went and, like, because they do bottomless mimosas for, like, $20. Oh. So I'll get on the vent bright and shit and get it because I think at the door it might be like 25 or whatever. But yeah, they oh, do okay. this from like 10 to 6. And do you, uh, can, you can't, do you Uber there or do you walk there? I'll Uber or I'll drive. The last time I went, I drove and I was like, shit, I ain't driving here no more. It's no. right up the street. Yeah. 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 But what's nice about the rooftop is there's free parking, like on Gower. Where? On Gower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, south of Sunset. Okay. So I always park right in front of the Denny's and shit. Denny's is Gower. It's right in front of Gower. Yeah, just go down Gower, like heading towards Fountain. All right, so if I go, so when I get up to Gower, I just take a right, mm-hmm. and then yep. where's the parking lot at? No, no, it's just street parking. Oh, okay, yeah, but usually when I get there, it's free too. It's, it's on the street because like after eight o'clock or some shit like that, yeah. like seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I usually do. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a, that's that's what I like about this place. I mean, in addition to everything else we've talked about, like in LA, like parking is. Bad. Like the golden ticket. If you, yeah. you know, if it's easy parking, holy shit. Because I got lucky with this place that it had parking and it had like double spots too. And usually on the street, it's not bad. Even at night, there's yeah. open parking. So I was like, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. And see, here's the thing everyone else who doesn't live in LA uh-huh. thinks, oh, what the fuck are they talking about? This is boring. But when you live in LA, this is a conversation. Parking is scarce. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like a couple years ago, my cousin came in town and we went up to Runyon. And we seen a parking lot right by Ronnie. I said, oh, oh, shit, shit. She was like, what? I said, this is gold right here, girl. You don't know. Because <laughs> we was like right by the gate and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I said, usually we had to walk a couple blocks to get up here. I know. I know, man. I, You know, I haven't actually been to Runyon Canyon. Never? Can you believe that? I, I know I know a lot of, like, natives that said they ain't never went. Oh, really? Yeah. I walk. It's like a 10-minute walk from here. So, oh. we go all the time. Yeah, and it's really dog-friendly. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a German Shepherd pit bull mix. Wow. Yeah. I, I got to show me a picture. Yeah, Does it look more German Shepherd or pit bull? Hard to tell. I'll oh, show okay. you. But he's got, like, his ears are German Shepherds with, like, satellite dishes, you uh-huh. know? Like, he can hear, like... Uh, the, was it? I had a joke about Ron. They, he can hear Ron DeSantis. He, he can hear the door he, hitting Ron DeSantis's ass on the way <laughs> out. That's, that was my joke. But but the joke I have about that that is a little smoother about my dog is he's half German Shepherd, half pit bull. That makes him a gerbil. Oh shit! So, yeah. Yeah. So we named him Richard Gear. Oh yeah, because because he put them gerbils up his ass allegedly yeah. or some shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then when people laugh, I say, "Well, that was a joke from the 1900s, so I can also see who's crossed the half century mark here." Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm a little older, you know. Is so. he is the dog nice, Richard Gear? <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a joke. His name is Jake. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was really his real name. Yeah. Well, then I I had because I have a joke about that white people and giving dogs names and stuff. I oh. might do that one next week. I oh, giving them like uh, like white people names? Yeah. Yeah, like Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hysterical if I named him Greg. Yeah, I have a joke about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, he's uh, he's sweet. He's, he's a little afraid of men, though. 
And you never know. It's just, you know, you just don't know what happened. He's a, he's a, a rescue. Or maybe he got abused. Uh, I guess, I guess. Um, but he took to my husband, who's six foot two, right away. That's good. We didn't know he had a problem with men until we he was ours yeah you know we're walking down the street and some guy wanted to pet him and all of a sudden he went all german shepherd on his ass oh shit yeah Damn. yeah so but um yeah always adopt from a rescue never go from breeders <laughs> <laughs> see i'll be fucking with people and shit like i'll tweet like peter and i'll be like shop don't adopt just no. to fuck with <laughs> <laughs> or, or if they fucking post something, I'll be fucking with them and shit. Well, Peter's crazy, man. Yeah. You know, but um, <laughs> adopt, don't shop. <laughs> I set your ass straight. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Because we need people to adopt from shelters right now because uh, there's too many dogs. People oh have returned their dogs. God. I'm kind of like sick of seeing that shit. Like on the next door app, that's all I'm fucking seeing. Oh my God, fucking Jonathan has until 3.30 on Tuesday before he's euthanized. Adios, Jonathan. Your time has came. It's time to go, cuz. <laughs> all I see is, is motherfuckers is like, what's Sally needs a home and shit. I'm like, fuck, bro. You know, ne next door, I'm not a paranoid person, uh -huh. but I had to get rid of next door because it made me paranoid. Why? Well, because I would read stuff about my neighborhood, like, every day, you know, car break-ins or, or, like, crazy homeless people screaming at people oh, yeah. or dog attacks. or I mean, everything was bad. And I was like, okay, you know what? Ignorance is bliss. I'm out. I've been writing a routine about next door. I got fucking... Uh, my account got disabled for a couple of days because I was roasting people when they reported me and shit. Really? Oh, yeah. on next door. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> bitches, this is a bunch of fucking bitches on next door. As soon as I do that routine, I'm posting it on next door too. Like this is for all of y'all. I'm talking about you. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Do you have a teaser for us? No, nah, I don't want to give it up yet. Okay, I understand. But it's attacking all the Karens and the people that be bitching. Yeah, people be bitching all the time on there. But it was funny, this one dude that posted, he said, some lady came and football kicked my dog. And people was like, comment. I said, and you didn't defend your dog's honor? What happened? No. They he, just, he, what? Said, he said the bitch said the dog was in the way, so she kicked him. I'm like, bro, why didn't you fight her? Why don't you kick her? And you get a, a lady kicks your dog and you get on next door. Be like, is this lady football kicked my dog? You oh. should have kicked that bitch. Get off next door and defend your dog's honor, pussy. Yeah, what do you do typing when you should be fighting? That's why I was like, I'll fight somebody. Because when I walk turbo, I have, like, dog spray. I'm about to buy some bear spray, too. Why? There's no bears here. In case, Coy in, case in case, I want to defend myself from coyotes and these crazy motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And I got a taser, too. I'll be walking in case somebody want to act stupid and shit. Oh, man, you sound like a chick. We got to protect ourselves, too. Yeah, we do and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, like, it's so hard to, like, carry guns and shit out here or whatever, like, legally and all that. And luckily, I ain't never had no issues and shit, but you never know what will happen or whatever. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to spray your ass. I'm going to tase you. Most, mostly for bigger dogs and shit. Because this one little motherfucker, he be having his German Shepherd and it be off the leash and shit. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, there's this little chick that lived down the hall. She got this little pit bull. It's probably like six months old and had like a little scar. I'm like, what happened to her? She's like, this German Shepherd attacked it. Come to find out, it was a little old fuck. And then he said the dude tried to talk shit to her and his fucking dog attacked. So 
Every time I see his ass, I get my spray out and start shaking it just in case I got to fucking spray that German Shepherd. And I, I would spray him too. He's a bitch. Oh, man. That's your would. neighbor? He lived like three buildings down. Oh. Yeah. I hate it when, okay, look, running can is different. People, dogs are off leash there. You know, that's cool. But when you're walking your dog in the neighborhood, leash your fucking dog. And pick up your dog's shit. Yeah. What is, I see people all the time without, their dog's not on a leash. And I'm like, that, that is a canine. It's not a robot. Yeah. You know? I mean, dogs have gotten killed because they'll go attack. You know, they're free. I'm more worried about his dumb ass running in traffic. That's why I right. got to keep him on a leash. They don't know what a street is. Yeah. Yeah, they're not smart. <laughs> they're a dog. <laughs> they're just happy. That's all they are. They're just happy. Happy uh, motherfuckers. Are you going to do a set in between hosting? Are you just going to host, tell a couple jokes? No, I'm, I'm going to uh, do my set at the top. Okay, you're going to kick it off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've been I've been trying to expand my act, so I, I have new stuff now. Okay. Yeah, and so I've been going. I mean, I've been going up every single night. I'm going to be in um, Carol uh, Newell's show on Sunday, the world's best laugh. Who's that? Where's that going to be? At? Uh, Jalapeno Pete's. I think it's in Van Nuys. It's in the valleys. From it's Van Nuys. It, it's called the world's best hundred comics. Hundred comics. It's going to be from 5 p.m. until 11 p.m., and I'll be in the slot between 8 and 9. They're going to they gonna do 100 comics? Everyone does three minutes. Oh, that's why. Shit. I know. She organized this like four months ago. Um, she She's like Baca. She does shows, shows, shows. You should look her up. Oh, yeah, and there was somebody, some black dude that you did a show for that looked like it was all right. Oh, I, oh, Spotlight Sundays. No? What's the guy's name? Anya. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just did that downtown LA in a warehouse. Um, I know I haven't been that funny on this podcast, but you should come see me because I'm funny as fuck. How was the crowd size? Oh, at, uh, at, at his shows. Yeah, yeah, I did the afternoon because there's two shifts, three to oh, six okay. and then six to nine. Um, and I did three to six. Uh, not not bad. It was okay. I think it picked up later. Um just the warehouse was hot. I bet. <laughs> and he does it once a month. So if, if I, and they're looking for comics for okay. uh, August 27th. Yeah, I seen he has something going on, but I didn't know if it was something that they wanted you to pay or some shit. No, you don't. No, you don't pay to play. Hell no. All but right. the, um, the host was A-Trey, who you can meet at my show. Uh-huh. Very funny. Love that guy. Uh, okay. He ho- and he's hosting again on August 27th. I think it's a Sunday. Uh, Spotlight Sunday. Same location, downtown LA. All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you don't do it this month, I would do it at some point because it. Yeah, you know. I'm trying to get out there as much as possible because I'm like, yeah, doing the Barker shows is cool, but I'm trying to do some other shit, other places too. I usually be looking up them websites. Comedy Bureau. Yeah. Uh, Baslava, which is. Baslava, the, yeah. The, what, who came up with that fucking bullshit name some russian or some shit or some persian <laughs> i don't yeah. know or it seems like baklava it was like armenian it's like Badslava. like yeah. what the hell that's not english and then there's that one ian ira some shit oh oh i uh ian russo yeah ian yeah, yeah, russo. yeah 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 i was looking at his shit the other day yeah he, he did us a solid he put together all the mics you know monday through sunday you know seven yeah. days a week that's that's a good one too um there's Wow, there's you know the the Hollywood comedy. I don't know. That's the rough room though. That's the first place I ever performed at. Yeah, how it's that rough. Goes. Well, it because the I don't know. There's not they do it during. I go dur- I've gone during the day. Yeah, that's what I went during the day too. Yeah, how was that for you? It was I like it was just all comics there and they all like sucked and shit for real. <laughs> but it was like my first time going. I was like, oh shit, like did good. 
But oh, I would like oh, to good. check it out again, you, you know should. what I'm saying, and see, because it ain't too far from here. Oh, that's right. And it's friendly. I mean, it's cool. Like, it, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a decent. If you keep going, you kind of get into the vibe of it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, have you been to Comedy Boulevard? No, where's that at? Uh, on Beverly, I believe, near near Fairfax. No, I never heard of that one. They actually the Comedy Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, you should look it up because they also have shows um, and they book people from their open mics oh, okay. into their shows, and then they also have a show at the Comedy Store. A guy named Jason Rogers has a show at the Comedy Store. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm like real antisocial. I don't be like fucking with people and shit. And I'm like, fuck. I need to start talking to to motherfuckers more and get to know people to make some little connections and shit because I want to start doing like more shows. And all that, and like, I would like to start getting like booked to start getting, like getting paid and shit. You know That's what I'm saying? The thing. Fuck. Like, all of us are like, you know, like spending. We're driving around using all of our gas money, going, you know, from open mics to open mic, and then occasionally yeah. book shows. We don't get any money. Yeah. When does that start? I don't know. Something, <laughs> man. I mean, shit. Baka, uh, give us $20 or something. I know. I know. Yeah. And then every time I go to a Baka show, I mean, which I understand, he charges my husband because he's audience. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to do that, you know, because that's his business, right? right? But I'm like, okay, here's $15. Yeah. Here's $15. <laughs> I'm like, should I just give you like a prepaid $150? Some. You know I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to just fucking perform wherever I can. I said I was going to start going uh, to other states, hitting their little open mics up and shit, too. So I got to find somebody to take over working with this old dude, and then I have, like, more time. Because I ain't been able, like, to travel or do nothing because he's, like, real needy. He wants you to be there, to, like, the whole time. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. And, like, the, I was working. Old people. Yeah, I was working with this old gay dude before I was working with him. And with him, it was like I would do whatever he needs done, and I would dip. So if I got it done in, like, two hours – out of here and then if i wanted to go out of town he wasn't really tripping and shit and i would look at the schedule i'm like all right, you ain't got no doctor's appointment all right so i'll see you in two weeks and he was like cool with it and shit but the cat i'm with now and shit nah fuck yeah with it I'm like, damn cuz it's, it's so when you get old it's like your whole like calendar is doctor appointments yeah luckily he ain't got a whole lot his main thing he just like wanted to get out the house and shit yeah, or whatever, well, good, good so. for him. Yeah. You know, that's will to live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's lucky to have you. Yeah, he's cool and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just like, shit, bro, I need to, I want to make more money and I can do it other places and I need my freedom and shit. Yeah. Because I have another job, so I'll leave that. I'll come home for a minute, then I'll go fuck with him for like five hours and I'm like, bro, I can't do this shit no more. I got other shit I got to do. I know needy people are tough. Yeah, I got when I fucking when we get done with this, I gotta go fuck with them and shit. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, I'll be there by like one thirty, two o'clock or some shit. So does he ever listen to your podcast? He asked me, and I sent him an episode a long time ago. I don't know if he still does or whatever, but because uh, what else is he doing all day? Chilling and shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking on YouTube. On, on yeah. Thank God for the internet for old people. Yeah, you know. Nah, son, this should be a cap. They should have an age limit for as long as you can drive and be on the internet. Because some old motherfuckers and shit, like my aunt, will fucking be commenting like on a post, please call me and thank you. I'd be like, bitch, why don't you just call me, dog? Just text me. You ain't got to put this shit on my fucking Facebook wall or my comment. <laughs> or old motherfuckers try to take selfies and shit and ain't got the right angles and 
Oh yeah, yeah. Or they want to correct you and shit. You shouldn't talk like that. I'm like, yo, shut up, old bitch. Get out of here. I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw a couple of old people trying to learn how, trying to teach themselves how to use a selfie stick. Oh and it, shit! It was hysterical. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, so what age would you cap the uh, internet usage at? It, see, there's some qualifications. Like if you worked in the technical field and you're familiar, you get extra time. But if not, then shit. Maybe a 65 or 60-something, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so... Uh, or if, you, if you still use a flip phone, then you can't be on the internet. <laughs> That's like if you still have a house phone, then you don't need to be on the internet. Don't make out that shit. <laughs> so anyone who doesn't have a smartphone, fuck you. You're out. Yeah. Yeah, or I mean, basically when they, uh, when they reach the age for Medicare. Isn't yeah. that like 62 or something like that? I don't know. But there are, there are some 62 that are still sharp and yeah. whatever. You know, It all just goes on your condition and shit, you take, what you can do. Yeah, you can take an IQ test. Yeah. Yeah, see where you're at. And if you fail, you're out. Hell yeah. Yeah, get some regulation going. You want to tell the people again where the show is going to be at? Yeah, so it's Holly Stars. Uh, well, my name is Holly Stars. It's Holly <laughs> Stars. <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget. depends on the day. But the show is called Holly Star and Friends, and it's going to be at the Sunset Rooftop on uh, this coming Wednesday, August 23rd at 8 p.m., um, 15 bucks. There's an Eventbrite link uh, on my um, Instagram, which is Holly Star Comedy, and there's two R's. And you can also just show up at the door, and you can meet young Baca himself, the guy who uh, makes it happen every night at the rooftop. Bring some church's chicken shit. I'll be hungry, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sponsored by Church's Chicken, yet there's never Church's Chicken there. Nah, that's why I don't be tagging them and shit. I said they ain't paying me and they ain't giving no coupon and shit. And I ain't, I ain't tagging them. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't, there's a Papa John's if you, if you, if you want some pizza before the show. But no, Sunset oh, Rooftop man. has food. They've got good wings. Fuck Papa John. Yeah. Oh well. Fuck. Yeah. I know. He's fuck. You know, he started that. Like his headquarters and shit is like in my hometown. Really? Is he a racist fuck too? Yeah. Like the reason he had to step down. Doing a phone conference and shit, he said Colonel Sanders called them niggers. Why can't I? That's oh why he God. got that's. <laughs> wow. It was recorded. He's on a fucking conference call with board members and said that shit. Why are why do people who are not black <laughs> feel like it's so important to say a, the most derogatory word? Like I just don't get it, man. I'm black and I don't even be saying that shit. Like. And, like, songs and shit, sometimes I'll be, like, censoring myself and shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, but, like, what? Like know. this just makes them feel powerful? Like, just <laughs> to, put, to put people down? Like, oh, fuck you, man. Fuck Papa John. Don't and eat that, Papa that pizza John's. weak as fuck anyway and shit. The only thing good about them is them, them fucking dry-ass little peppers they be having and shit. <laughs> and no. then that, that, that little liquid butter sauce be all right, but fuck them, oh. uh, them, uh, them dry, hard-ass goddamn breadsticks. Them pizza, them, the sausage is decent. The pepperoni sucks. It's all oily. Papa John's is weak as fuck. It is. You know, if you're going to have pizza, go local. I That's like Pizza Hut and shit. Oh, well, you're not local, but all right. Pizza Cause like Hut. local who, though? Like, well, what would you say? Because the last local joint I tried over on Melrose, it was a Chicago deep dish, and they wanted like $45 for a pizza. And I'm like, bro, fuck that. I know. I mean, the prices are just stupid right now. I mean, my favorite pizza is... Believe it or not, it's just a slice of cheese pizza and is unlike any you've ever had at Nickel Mine, which is on the west side. Uh, I gotta have, I'm a meat lover. I can't have this cheese pizza. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Just look in your area. There's, there's pizza places everywhere. Try them. Yeah, like if I go to somewhere like 
Blaze Pizza, one of them little spots where you can build your own. I tell them, I'll be like, I want every meat and every cheese. They'd be like, even this. I'm like, dog, I said all of them. Quit fucking asking me questions. I gave you the most simplest fucking uh, instructions. Pizza's so easy, though. You can make anything out of it, right? You can do like a taco pizza. You can do a hamburger pizza. Yeah. You know? Pineapples on pizza should be illegal. No, they shouldn't. You got sweet. Disgust. That's nasty as shit. Well, that's like salted covered pretzels, man. It's sweet and salty. It hits. Yeah, every- but I don't want no fucking fruit on my pizza and shit. Oh, I see that. That's yeah, cool. That nasty. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Nah. Just close your eyes and take a bite. It's damn good. Ugh, nah, because I taste it. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so um, so that's that's gonna be my show uh, this coming Wednesday. We have 12, 12 comics and my Hell special yeah. uh, mentor guest, Gayla Johnson. It's going to be a great time, uh, it, you know, bring some weed if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring some friends. How uh, often are you going to be throwing these shows? I don't know. This is my first one, so I'm I'm super excited about it. Well, he just asked you to do it? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, I'm just, look, okay, here, here's where I come from. I, I you know, met up with um, Eleanor Kerrigan, who's touring with Andrew Dice Clay, who hired me at the comedy store in my 20s when she was cocktail server. I saw her about six months ago, and we were talking about how she kind of came up, and you know? And she was saying um, she did a big show for Andrew Dice Clay, like, right off the bat. Okay. When she was just kind of starting, and it didn't go well, and Dice was like, you know, maybe you just need to work on your shit for a little while and then come back. She killed herself. She, did e- she just worked and worked and worked for, like, a full year, year plus, and she got a lot better, and then he was like, oh, shit, you're, you're good, you're good, let's go. And I'm just kind of taking that cue. I listened to a podcast with him on it yesterday. Oh, yeah. An old episode with him, Joe Rogan, and uh, Joey Diaz. Yeah, they're all comedy store, uh, yeah, all yeah. comedy store people. Mm-hmm. I know, I knew Joey Diaz. I mean, he doesn't know me, Yeah. but I remember seeing him on stage. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you say those, yeah, for sure. Was it good? <laughs> was it, were they funny? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. They were just talking about older shit and all that. So this was like an old, old episode. Yeah, okay. of Rogan, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah, and I see Eleanor and Dice. They go to the Mothership, which is Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. uh, comedy club. Yeah, they. Go I want to go out there, out there in Texas. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Go. I heard that his bar is named Mitzi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it, you know, there's odes to the comedy store, uh, which is cool. So. Yeah. Was you around when he got banned? No. That was after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but man, that Joe was hysterical. So I'm lucky that I got to see him. And look, on the main room stage, there's like part of the stage kind of extends out into the audience, and he would always just take that that space, you know, get as close to the audience as he could. And he had a lot of physical comedy going on. Hell yeah. And so he just had the room, you know? So, Hell yeah. Yeah. And there was a guy I also loved back then. Um, I don't know where he went, Johnny Sanchez. I. He was so oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, I know. I think he used to open for someone. I don't want to miss say who it was, because I, I, but anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of great comics back then who I, I haven't seen. You know, right. it's like what happened to them. Yeah, one of my buddies. I think his tour starts tomorrow. He's gonna be in Kentucky, but I'm gonna probably go and see him next week in Brea. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. Okay. So. Well, yeah, he's performing in Brea from, I think, either Thursday to Sunday or some shit like that. So, I'm going to go fuck with him. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know if I was going to go because I was supposed to have been in the Philippines, but I'm going to be able to make it. 
So, yeah, I'm going to go check him out. He's real cool. Is it? Is there an improv in the Brea Improv? Shit, oh, maybe. Know. Okay. It it might it might be at the uh, that improv. I mean, I think I think there's the Brea Improv. Don't quote me, guys. Because <laughs> I was looking at the improv in out here in Hollywood. Yeah. Because I was like, man, I would like to fucking perform. So would I, man. Up there and yeah. I, I don't know. It, it is. It just says Brea. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah. Because it know. probably would say improv if it was. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, thank you for the invite to do the show. I'm excited. Y'all come out. Uh, we just read off like fucking 11 cities in LA. So motherfuckers in LA is listening. So bring your fucking ass to come see us perform and shit. Yeah, let's fill this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I like when it's a packed crowd of like, regular motherfuckers not just all comedians because usually they don't only be laughing and shit looking at you stupid i hate performing i'd rather just leave like man fuck this i ain't performing in front of you motherfuckers like i want to perform in front of motherfuckers who came to be entertained and shit yeah yeah and this will be this is going to be a funny as fuck show i'm ready yeah yeah it, it's it's going to be great so if you want you know if you look the world needs more laughter right now hell yeah yeah so this is one place to find it on wednesday night more jokes more weed and people need to get laid more and make more money and shit too. Well, that's what you do. If you have a date, you bring them to a comedy show. Yeah. And then every, the, you and your date are laughing. You're in such a good mood that you take it from there. You know what that means. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's strategy. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm going to do one of them two new sets that I got, depending on what the room looks like and the crowd and all that. And then... I'm going to do what I got to do. Got to figure out what I'm going to wear and all of that shit. You dressing up for it? I got one outfit I like. I, I learned that from the comedy store. What, you have like, your, like a comedy outfit? Yeah, because there's this guy that mentioned Johnny Sanchez, and I just thought he was, I thought he was really cute. I thought he was super funny. So I was like kind of in love with him uh -huh. uh, when I was in my 20s, the comedy store. And he would wear an orange leather jacket okay. every time he performed. And he would be sweating. He didn't care. You know, it was, and I'm like, doesn't that jacket stink? You know, yeah, do you, how yeah. do you clean a leather jacket? And that's expensive. Anyway, so I just, I don't know. That's where I come from. Like, that, that's kind of my vibe, right? So I, ha I wear black on black with some black ripped jeans. It's just what I do. Oh, okay. It's my thing. I was going to say, come see Holly in her green T-shirt. <laughs> she's in all black. <laughs> no, man, I, I wear all black. So that, that's my, you know, oh, like, uh, like your friend uh, wanting the white on black. Oh, people. yeah, with like I'm, a new edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reverse. <laughs> I'm the reverse Oreo, man. I'm black on white. <laughs> he always said they perform the best when they wear all white. I'm like, bro, it don't fucking matter what they wear, man. <laughs> well, it, does, it, it, it makes a difference, though. There's, you know, eye candy, you know. He saw a difference. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We tell the people one more time where they can find you at online. Yeah. I'm on Instagram. Uh, Holly Star Comedy is two R's and star. Uh, and I have an Eventbrite link in my bio uh, for the show on Wednesday. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you have to pay to be on Eventbrite? I don't know. Or do they get a cut of like the ticket sales or they, how that work out? I bet they do, but Baca put, uh, created the Eventbrite for me. Okay. Like, yeah, because, you know, it's his, his rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they do. I'm sure they get a cut. Hell yeah. Yeah, y'all come out, see some comedy and all that. 
And oh yeah, some people was asking me about like how to get into comedy or where to start. And I will say, number one, be funny. Shit. But funny's tough though. I mean, it sounds yeah. like you could be funny with your friends. Right. But I, you know what? I do have one plug if that's all right for how yeah, to go be ahead. funny, which I mentioned earlier, is take a class if you live in LA or even on Zoom, you don't have to live in LA with Greg Dean. Okay. How yeah. much is that? Uh, it's, it's about three fifty uh, for, um, well, if you're here, he has a performance class where you do a showcase at the improv and they, they film you Damn. and you, and, uh, since everyone invites friends and stuff, it's a very friendly room. You can use that five minutes as a uh, reel to send to get booked in shows. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he teaches joke structure. He teaches every, he does a three sixty on comedy. So you understand everything. How long is the course? Uh, six, five Five class. Well, first you have to take his. Here, eh, you have to take his one hundred and one first, which is six weeks where you learn joke structure. You know, and it might cut into your story mode a little bit. Yeah. But, but you know, the the high top comics they have a joke every 15, 20 seconds, and he teaches you how to do that. Right. Um, then you take his two hundred one, which is five classes, and the six is a performance at the Improv, um, and it's worth it. Is, it's, is fantastic because you just build your act in those five weeks. You go up and he coaches you. Oh, it's great. So that he, that's what I would do for anyone who wants to start uh, as a stand-up comic. Just Google Greg, Greg Dean comedy. Yeah, I thought about maybe taking some classes. I don't know yet. I was going to see. It's the fastest way. It cuts out. You know, they say if you want to become professional in anything, you got to do 10,000 hours. Yeah. Right? He, he cuts that shit down. You know, to get five minutes, it won't, instead of taking you three years, it might take a year to get a solid, like your tight five. It just, that's what classes do. Cuts down your time. I see what's up. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all come out, see that shit. As always, if you have a dream, you have a goal, you have an idea, go for that shit. Don't listen to those motherfuckers that'll say, it'll never work. Because usually, they didn't even have the balls to start or... They started and they failed and they didn't keep going because they pussy. So don't be like that. I'm sending out fresh vibes, good health, good wealth to those who are deserving of it. Those who want the same for me. I ain't giving like the good praise and grace to them bitch ass haters. Fuck them. I want the worst for them because they suckers and shit. Amen. Hell yeah. Oh, to everybody out there in Maui and shit, man. Fuck Joe Biden. That's $700 and shit. Uh, if you lost somebody, I'm sorry for your loss. Hopefully, man, y'all can get back to some normalcy soon. Sorry for the tragedy that struck out there. Fresh vibes to y'all. Uh, keep hope alive. Oh, yeah, be funny. Be yourself. Doing comedy and shit. And, uh, yeah, that was it. Oh, yeah, you said something to me, and I was like, man, Holly is smart. Because, like, Maybe like the second or third time we met, he was like, oh, man, you would you just you said something like I was like a joy to be around, like bring like the good out or the light or something like that. And oh. I said, finally, somebody sees their vision and shit. Other motherfuckers need to see what the fuck Holly's seen. Yeah. See, here's the thing. This is audio. If we were on video. Uh-huh. Oh, man, you're you just your your face just lights. Up. You got this, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. He's he's got this guy's got the sweet. He's got the sweetest eyes. And thank I, you. I, yeah. Yeah. You Nobody's just, ever told me. Yet. Yeah. You just that's what's up. Appreciate that. You, you are. I know you're fresh vibes, but you're also really good vibes. 
Yeah, yeah. I yeah. appreciate it. I'll be trying to. Yeah, you don't need to try, boy. Yeah, just to have like some fucking, some, some sort of little positivity, to have some little good shit happening in this fucked up world, and, you know what I'm saying? And what's great is you're likable. And Thank that, you. Yeah, and that's, I mean, obviously that's great in life, but on the stage, you're likable. Thank you. You know, and that is such a key because you can't teach that shit. So you got that. I appreciate it. I'll be trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then for everybody out there who be lying on me, making up rumors, allegations, who be talking shit, who want to see me do bad, I just want to say, fuck you, eat a dick and die slow. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, that's a little outro we always be doing and shit. Because you got to end it on some like positivity, but you still got to be real for these bitches and shit. Yeah, I love the die slow part. Yeah, that's slow. <laughs> yeah, just take your time, man. Hell yeah. But yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's all good. So I'm excited about Wednesday. Hopefully you motherfuckers, y'all come out. And then... Yeah, if don't, you, don't be lazy fucks. Come on, get in your car. Come on out. Have a good time. Yeah, in Hollywood and shit. They got, they got drinks. They got food. They got hookah. And yeah... And they got, we got laughs. Hell yeah. And if you are, and if you talk to the right person on the wait staff, they might have some cocaine for you. You never know. I, I, or do you know? I ain't seen it, but I've been told that damn near all those motherfuckers be smoking, I mean, snorting coke and shit. Okay. Hell right. yeah. Well, that's why they're moving faster than normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's good service. That's good service. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like joking with one of them, a little bartender server. She has some accent like, yo, where the fuck you from? She's like, France. I'm like, man, fuck France and fuck Paris. She's like, that's where I'm from. I said, that's the worst trip I ever had. Fuck them. So we be talking shit to each other in a, in a friendly way and shit. <laughs> but yeah, I'll see that French motherfucker next week. Well, she, I mean, they, they, all they do is protest. That's yeah. their vibe, man. They they're assholes. always angry. Yeah. Yeah, they think they're better than everybody else. Clean y'all dirty ass fucking city. It was like two years ago and, I was and, over there. And your armpits. See, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't interact with no women and shit out there because I had a chick too, and I really wasn't even looking for like to smash nothing. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, they they might have some arm hair. I think. I think. Well, that's the stereotype. I wouldn't know. I don't know. It's a new day and age. I don't know. It is, but they're still, you know, I'm old motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Just drink some wine and shut up. Hell yeah, but yeah, y'all. Thank y'all for listening, and shit. I guess y'all hear from me in a week. Two weeks, who the fuck knows? But until then, stay fresh. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.